Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Yes, sir. We in the yo, yo, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties back them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half-baked. Love is at war, hit the general. Yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody. This is ethnic ish and more. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV. And if you beat him with a gun, you better kill him. Do a lie. This nigga stuck in place. That's cool. Just level up on these pussy ass niggas. Lick, count up. We talk my shit. I see you in a. JB, what up? I seen the clouds turn to fire. Count up. In the darkness set ablaze. While you waking, stretching, yawning. I was praying for that money. If it's his will, I leave a will and leave my boys everything unless he bless me with some dogs. I was born into the struggle. If we die, fly, fry, I'ma make sure that we ballers. End up in the Maybachs, but we started in Impalas. And you pussies, you Apollos. And I say that just for starters. Don't applaud us. I don't need you clapping at me back when we was clapping at them. You didn't give a flying duck about us. But it's cool, though. To stack up this prosciutto. I used to say forget hoes. And then I learned forgive those. But they do not know what they do. So I want that Bentley Coop to show them that I'm living proof. Young Jiggy is spiritual. So call a dealership and tell them keep the roof. I'm feeling bulletproof. I see y'all on the same shit. Spit the same flows You still ain't leveled up Y'all with the same hoes Got me feeling anxious Bitch, I can't go So I'm on some new shit Nigga, case closed That's a cold case, nigga 
Y'all ain't moving, still in the same place. But I can't fold, niggas. I'm gonna get it. Anticipating situations I ain't even thought of yet. Thanking God for the things I ain't even brought up yet. Telling mama about the things I ain't even bought up yet. And all these niggas hating on me and I ain't even balling yet. But he act like he is, even walk like he is. He talk like he is, even stand like he is. I'm rolling on turbo, these pills exploding like they is. I got that Molly from Bali, that cocaina from Poppy. That credit card in my pocket, wrist on TikTok, and they watching pedal to metal, no stopping. They probably think I'm a prophet, no disrespect to Muhammad. All these bars in my stomach, I hop on beats and I vomit. Niggas marching in place, and I'm in the stars like a comet. They just looking and watching, leaving remarks in the comments. I kick it hard like a Spartan, bark like a dog with no collar. I'm folding my mamas, I see the top and I'm coming, never stopping. I see y'all. On the same shit, spit the same flows. You still ain't leveled up, y'all with the same hoes. Got me feeling anxious, bitch. I can't go, so I'm on some new shit, nigga. Case closed. That's a cold case, nigga. Y'all ain't moving, still in the same place, but I can't fold, nigga. I'm gonna get it. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV. J. A. Y. E. This is my moment of truth. Been to the mic and the booth. Talking shit with the proof. Put my brain to some use. Coming up, yes indeed. Your problems I don't need. Stay humble with the creed. My nigga super T, the way my pockets sit out, I be damn if I sleep in. Don't let my money work me, I'm busy on the weekend. Heavy load on my chest, can't think about no rest. Life gon' get you a test, don't focus on no stress. Because I'm the first one up, the last one sleep. The first one up, the last one sleep. The first one up, the last one sleep. Early bird, get the worm, you can't eat if you sleep. The first one up, the last one sleep. The first one up, the last one sleep. The first one up, the last one sleep. I've been super tea, I've been up for like a week. Damn, Loki, whole life a movie, but it ain't no addict. Keeping everything a hundred all up in my action. When it comes to ambition, gotta complete my mission. Blind to the phony niggas, I see some new vision Money call me the state, I'm just trying to be great Just so I know all the hate, make sure your pocket's straight Feeling energy, so watch how you come at me What goes around, come around, if you know, know that you gon' see bitch. The first one up, the last one sleep The first one up, the last one sleep The first one up, the last one sleep Early bird, get the worm, you can't eat if you sleep the first one up, the last one sleep. The first one up, the last one sleep. The first one up, the last one sleep. I've been too fatigued. I've been up for like a week. Damn.
Hey, turn up, turn up, uh, turn it on up. We back on another episode of Ethnic Issue More, episode number 103, Ethnic Issue Friends, part three, actually. Um, y'all get your studio audience today. Uh, some complications and shit beyond us kind of going on there. So, and with COVID and everything, we said we'll do one of our good uh, first time ever. A fully virtual episode of Ethnic Issue More than 100 and something episodes. So, uh, you know, I welcome everybody that's joining. As you see, it isn't just the three people that you usually know in one guest. We did have Savory Delights coming today, but, you know, her kid got sick and Mother Duty's always called. So she did let me know that a few days ago. I'm kind of upset about the food. but I, I low-key was looking forward to, like, Roast. Girl, like, she was gonna make. We was gonna get her a roast. She was gonna make these roast beef sandwiches. I, I thought it was tacos. No, no, no she was her specialty. But when I was on her page, I just so happened to be scrolling. She made roast beef sandwiches. Well, like this special cheese she made. I ain't never seen a roast beef sandwich look so damn good in my life. Hey, I, and I was like, look, I get you a roast if you're cooking for us. She was like, I got you. Hey, that post that she made, it was like an Instagram or Facebook story. I, I had to watch it like twice because I was like. Bro, I love looking at good food, like her food. And shout out to Chef Side Made It. She done been on the show as well. Her food be looking great. It be smelling great because I done picked up two. It's crab legs. I done picked up two things of crab legs for her. Her whole house be smelling good. But she do different places as well, so. We're going we gonna to have a running back, you know, when we ain't got to worry about it. We'll, maybe we'll do tacos next time. We're going to get something up in there to make sure we got that food, man. So, I mean, besides just me, myself, y'all already know I'm Miko the Great. I got two wonderful co-hosts that's with me every week. It's the past. Hey, Granny, you in another room. I miss you. Find <laughs> out who Granny is, finally. Oh my goodness! And this motherfucking big jizz, your motherfucking favorite everything, everybody's favorite everything. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Everybody's favorite. Now every time I yeah. write out the tag, I put Nico the Great, Passmaster, and your motherfucking favorite everything, big jizz. That's perfect. You make that a hashtag. Your motherfucking favorite everything. Can you fit that on one? Put that shit on the shirt. You can. You can make that a hashtag. You should look. See? Teesprings. That's where I made my merch at. You can put your own shit on there and people just purchase it. So you ain't got to do the whole upfront, but you can purchase your own, uh, whatever you make at a discounted price. Okay. So, oh, yeah. You make your own merch and all that shit. I'm going to redo the merch brand. But yeah, I did that for a while. Just randomly, somebody put me on. Shout out to Melanie. She put me on. I was like, well, shit, let me put the logo on here and make up some random t shirt. She got on one of them. I made random stuff. She twerked. She clean and she got hella degrees. Uh, I made a bunch of just sh saying shirts because I'm a big, I'm a big graphic tea person. I always have been. Uh -huh. And how I get captivated is just being on Facebook because it's like they know I buy graphic t-shirts. Them shits just pop up all the time. I'm <laughs> seeing ones with black sayings on it. If you got, if you see a shirt, there's what between ten to twenty five dollars, and it has a saying that you be like. I fucks with that. A lot of people be inclined to just go purchase it. Mm -hmm. Shit, I'm gonna wear this on the shirt because I love this. I want people mm -hmm. to see it. 
So that's something I was doing in the beginning. I'm going to get back into doing that because I did pretty cool. I didn't really promote it as much, but I sold some shirts. So it was cool to just randomly throw something out there. We're going to okay. definitely go back. But, yeah, it's always a good idea. You want to make your own shirts? Teespring. You ain't got to go get a big bulk order. You ain't paying one crazy price for one shirt. You literally Canva, type up your font, get a PNG, put it on the shirt at your size. I'm going to check that out because my other shirts, a lady, she embroiders the stuff on them. Like that, but, but this seems funny. like a nice, quick little, little come yeah, up. So them embroider shirts, I stay sold out. But I'm yeah. trying it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. If you, yeah, if you look, if you want to just, if you want to add to the embroidery something you know that you can make without having to deal with the middle person. Right. That's because they do good. They do good screen for like all my stuff that stayed on the shirts and do multiple washes. So that was okay. the one thing I was worried about, like the, the lettering coming off. Well, I've never had an issue and I've washed them shirts quite a few times. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, you know, I do what I can. <laughs> Besides us, we got four other wonderful people. Kicking it with us today. I got one on my screen. I usually don't share my name on here, but I decided to do it today. There's one no point for us to be if I am. We was going to try the two separate rooms. I'm like, well, AD Marie is going to do two separate rooms. And then I had to set up a phone and all that. So I'm like, bring your ass in <laughs> But we're going to start with my boo thing and then we'll work our way through from the bottom over. What's up? I'm Bree. Everybody know me. Hey, Bree. Hey. My brother at the bottom. He on mute. Ralph, oh, I ain't mute. know which side y'all was starting on. But uh, what's up? It's Ralph, aka Mr. Speaks. Uh, long time listener, first time guest. Uh, I'm excited to put my input in. You know, always down to help out and put my thing out, out frat, helping out my frat up there. So it's gonna be a good time. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. Granny. Oh, I guess I am granny. I didn't know I was granny this whole time. Actually. I, I thought I was just a missus. Now y'all thought so. I was gonna get cut by talking about some old lady. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta say something. I, I gotta give her another name. She close. Well, in my mind, I ain't old, so I mean, you couldn't have been talking about me. That's why I was confused. Right. I thought it was a different person. This was like an imaginary granny. <laughs> it wasn't me. I ain't old. That's because you got an imaginary spirit, friend. Spirits. You cooked them Sunday dinners for me like granny, so I. That's why I call you that. You said, I mean, you said what now? What? You cooked them Sunday dinners for me, like Granny. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I thought you said something crazy. I'm Maria. Hi, Maria. The missus. The missus. And we got one more wonderful person. Yes. For another time. Y'all know I'm I'm Des. Y'all know who I am. I'm Des. Desirata Peanut Hughes, aka Des. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. The Always author. a pleasure to come and see. You dance the author known as the author known as Desirata. That's me. That'll be me. Hey y'all. Always a pleasure to come and sit and talk with y'all. Always. Thank I'm you for having me. I'm glad to have you. And for those who are tapped in and don't know how the ethnic issue friends episodes usually work, first of all. The first time I ever had it, past master, and Maria popped out and came on the episode. I think it was me. It was us. It was one, maybe Yayo was there. Yeah, Yayo and then Precious pulled up too. Yeah, Precious. So it was us. I, don't even, I know you was a part of the second one. And I don't remember who else was. I think Tomo 
Tomo and them pulled up. Somebody pulled up. It was some random people. I, I should have looked that up, but I guess that's neither here nor there. But uh, but it's a, it's a dope thing, man. What we really just doing tonight, y'all, we're just kind of talking. Like, just different topics that we have it on our mind. Kind of what we're going through, man. Just life in general. Things we've seen in the world. There's really no structure to tonight's episode. Like, we don't do no outline. We just kind of kick it. And, you know, my big thing right now with the world is how COVID done came back like it did when it first dropped. Mm-hmm. Hey, COVID came back like y'all thought I left. <laughs> COVID came back like COVID. COVID, COVID did not come back. COVID didn't come back. COVID just bought his people with him. Okay, I'll this say that. Is exactly. COVID was like, oh, y'all thought it was sweet, back. huh? Mm-hmm. But you know, I have a little bit too much fun out here. Let me let me let y'all chill for a minute. But you know, yeah. the, the problem with COVID, to me, is in my opinion, it, it's not COVID in and of itself. It's really us. No, like, you would be, like, at work. So I go in the office once a week. Good corporate job. Got my own office, own door. Do not come in. I heard this man next to me coughing every time I go in there. And I'm like... He gotta be sick, but this man faithfully comes to my door, opens my door. Hey, SJ, you want to go to lunch, sir? Get the fuck away from here with all that coughing. <laughs> you know, like, I had to tell him last Tuesday, and I try because I'm the only black, you know, person there, so I try to be on the up and up. He stood at my door, just coughing. I said, "You, you have COVID? No, it's my allergies, nigga. What? Or what are these winter allergies that everybody has now? No, what the fuck are you allergic to? I, now, I, I, I do have winter allergies. I definitely have it's winter very allergies. Not COVID. like this. So this is the thing. Okay, there are winter allergies. These motherfuckers didn't have them last year. It's like a new winter allergy. No, like nobody was no. having these allergic outbreaks last fucking winter. Now that it's COVID, everybody got allergies. Get your ass away from this fucking door, I, sir. I feel Get away that. from here. Only reason I'll be bringing mine up because I could tell one I've been dealing with them in the spring and in the winter for like my whole entire life. But it's been some people. It's like, all right, big bro, you've been coughing for four weeks straight. Don't nobody sickness last that fucking long, bro. Like, you need to get that look. You got pneumonia, nigga. Like, what's going on? That's my whole point. And it's just like, if people, to me, if people would just be a little more mindful of other people, it wouldn't be this bad. We went to Chicago for Christmas. We was around people. When we came home. I didn't go around people. Like, I did Instacart for my groceries. I didn't leave my house until I got tested. Because my thing is, if I'm sick, like, I did that to myself. But I don't want to get nobody else sick, though. Like, I don't want that on me. These mugs be everywhere, coughing in the club, smoking hookah, blowing the COVID all in the air and shit. Shit's really out of control right now. I, I agree with that. A lot of people, and it's like, I get it. We're tired of being dealing with this, but it's not going nowhere. So, at what point do we start locking in mentally like these other countries who have said, like, hey, you gonna sit your motherfucking ass down or this will go happen? We've been, U.S. been getting ran like like some of these new age parents who be not trying to tell their kid what to do. But yep. get mad when they wild out or somebody else tell them what to do. The mother country's been running it like Big Mom. Like, yeah. hey, <laughs> I say get in the house. Look, right. 
I see you. Don't keep coming in and out my door. Also, before you go past, a lot of them other countries also, when they shit kicked off, took care of their citizens to the point where I I sent my ass out. How's you gonna give me two thousand dollars a month? So you gonna know I make sure I still got food, make sure I can still pay my bills if I can't get to no bread. And how do that? The U.S. kind of was like, ah, it took a while for that to happen. Then when it did happen, it's like, well, shit, huh? We, we got like we got a couple of stints of six hundred dollars for y'all. <laughs> like, think about it. The amount Penny of money pension. We got six hundred. I got three of them. It's eighteen hundred. Canada was getting two bands a month. That's crazy to realize that we got eighteen hundred over a year. You got to look at the difference in those countries, though. True. Look at the difference in those countries. We're talking about Canada, who makes sure that they have health care for all of their citizens. True. You know what I'm saying? We, we live in a country that is cutthroat, and it don't matter who you who throat you cut. It could be your kids cut. Hell, look. Social security is so crazy that huh. literally, our, hell, when I get to social security, my my our parents' generation they, they use that up. Right, and that's crazy. Animals. So I've been paying into this shit. You niggas ain't gonna have my motherfucking money. Exactly, we ain't even gonna see that. We ain't even gonna see that. We 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 looking at the same country that does that to say, hey, we gonna have to work till we eighty. On top of all of that, you want them to stop business? Stop. Think about it. The very first, the very first people to say, "Hey, we went basketball season stopped, and then the TV contract said, "Hey, we gonna put y'all in a bubble, so we can make this money." Mm-hmm. Money is the most important thing in the United States. It's always niggas, them niggas outside of games were straight sitting in hotels, quarantined. My cousin, my cousin, my grandma's funeral happened. He wanted to come back, but he couldn't because he had just left to go to South Korea. They was like, bro, they told me once I got here, I got a quarantine, I can't leave again. Yep. Like, I have to stay in this hotel room for the next 14 days before I can even hoop. And I'm just like, why everybody else? But the thing with us is, you could tell us to sit down, but we live in a country full of everybody was like, you're not going to tell me what to do. We live in a, in a country, especially, look, in me and her experience, being on the motherfucking plane, white people do it the oh, most. God. We sat on the plane, and these white we first of all we took a nap the night before, so I turned up in Vegas. Forgot to be up in enough time to check in at the twenty-four hour mark, so we get a cool seat. So because of that, we woke up. I'm like, fuck, we gotta check in. It's three, four hours past that. I'm like, damn, we gonna get some bad. We gonna get some lower numbers, which we did. We had to sit more towards the back. I had to sit on somebody wouldn't move so we could sit next to each other. This white couple was sitting next to her. She had an attitude the whole time because they don't want to keep on their mask. They joking with the people they came with in front of them about not wearing their mask. And I vividly watched them be sleeping in their seat without their mask on and watched the white flight attendant look at them. And she ain't say a word, but that black girl said something. First time she saw him, she was like, hey, we ain't on that. You need to put your mask on. I watched that white lady watch them dip multiple times like, well, I ain't going to wake them up. So all of us got to be at risk for the few that just feel like their importance in their life mm-hmm. is so much more. Whether I, me, I don't want to wear a mask, so all y'all got to suffer. And because of that mentality across billions of people, we're going to forever deal with this shit forever. And they keep making new variants every motherfucking yeah. week. Probate, they change the goddamn week. 
I'm tired of that shit. I think them changing the name for real, for real, is what's making people like widespread and faster right now. Because people, when you change the name, people don't think it's real anymore. They're like, okay, variant. Yeah, how many variants we at? Right, y'all just making it up. What, what is this? And it goes to the point like people really think they know better than a scientist. Like, bro, did you go to school for this? Do you study this? Like. You don't you know, know no better. Like you guessing that this as we going on. I'd rather trust the people who know what's going on and listen to them versus everybody like, well, you gotta do your own research. Who you think doing the research? Oh Where you getting your research from? But what's what's even crazier about them not trusting the scientists is that they still out here eating like random stuff like honey buns, they taking aspirin. I mean, you eating bullshit and you don't know what's in there. I mean, you eating you eating Chinese food. You don't know what's in there, but you smashing it. But you scared of the vaccine. Like, I don't get it. It's weird. Right. But y'all, y'all know the craziest thing about all of this is when you look at this country, this country has set it up for you to question everything except the Bible. Mm. Don't get me started on that. Mm. It, 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 it's, it's so crazy because I literally had this conversation today. People will not question the Bible. At all. They'll question, they'll question science that has done 50,000 universities have done the same research, found the same data, same results. They'll say, well, we well, need to find Right. I, I didn't see it, so I don't believe it. You also want to believe that a man lifted a stand and parted a whole sea so folks could walk across it. We, and you gotta think yeah. about it with, the, with that same take the Bible. First of all, if you could, the first Bible was not written in the language in which we read now, so I don't know how many people decided to interpret this in our language prior to it coming out. And if you put it to me in the Hebrew language, I can't read that shit to verify if it's legit or not. Mm-hmm. But we also was also like we, we taught growing up like oh, this is this to say all, this yeah. is it. But I'm like. Yeah, who wrote that? Who is King James? Like, right. Who is New International? Who is that? <laughs> who is New International? Who wrote that? And it ain't, it ain't that people question it because, and some people question because they don't believe it, but it, it shouldn't have been a wrongdoing for me questioning because I'm like, hey, bro, that we got fiction and nonfiction books out here. You know, it's you know, crazy. we need descriptive story, but it ain't true. I went, I went to Catholic school K through twelve, and. It was funny because I remember <laughs> asking the teacher, I think it was maybe a freshman or sophomore, in, in my religion class, I said, so you trying to tell me Jesus lived 33 years and he didn't write down nothing? But we got to believe four different versions of the same story telling four different versions. I got to believe all these stories, but Jesus didn't write down nothing. And he keep picking these random men or women to come before all of us and tell me about it through their lens. Right. When a lot of them be the most controversial people. Because that's what deterred me when I got to of age and I started driving myself to church and picking to go was knowing that the pastor had a whole separate family that I grew up with during church. And I had no idea, but I'm like, all y'all grown ass niggas knew about this shit. <laughs> for 15 years until the shit hit the fan. He paying rent with the church money, all of this shit. I knew somewhere right when he had a Benz living behind the Popeyes on the east side. But that's another story for another day. 
<laughs> you know, we'll, we'll listen to these stories. We'll listen to these stories. These these stories from other people in the Bible, or even your pastor. People will trust their pastors with no. vital information. But you trying to tell me a person who went to school, studied the science, run tests on this every day in research institutions. Y'all don't believe what they're saying about this virus? I mean, oh, like, hmm. the craziest thing is, we've all said this, we've known more people to catch COVID. Hell, COVID has impacted ethnic issues more in the last probably two weeks. Listen, I've been doing this shit since 2000, since February 5th of 2019 in that studio. COVID kicked towards the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. I've had to cancel episodes because of it. I've never, till last week, that was the first Wednesday I had not been in that studio for two yeah. years. And it ain't like I ain't believe the shit was going. I got vaccinated because my mama said I couldn't visit the house if I didn't because of my father. And I was like, I get it. I'll do that because I would have remorse if, Lord forbid, something happened. Right. Go because I was so, well, I don't want to get this. And yeah, I don't know what's in that shit, but I also go to McDonald's sometimes. I also eat random chicken during a shortage. Taco Bell got niggas eating chicken wings. I was just gonna say, has anybody ate the Taco Bell chicken wings? Because, but I kind of want to try them. I'm a little bit curious. I want to try them. I know Subway got wings too. Subway don't even got real meat, so I ain't messing with that. Listen, I heard that. I saw Subway Subway sell you ready to make bacon. Oh, no, I'm not going to motherfucking try. They yeah, Subway got that fake meat. I ain't, I ain't messing with that. They said Taco Bell wings or fire. I've heard that from some people. I've heard the other thing is if I got if if the if the the Arabs is charging me two dollars more because the chicken wings shorter, Schnick's charging thirty dollars for a sixteen pack of motherfucking whole wings. And this is what the crazy part people don't know. Them wings may be good because Taco Bell and KFC are under one franchise. Yeah. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if those are KFC, KFC yeah. made these wings somehow. Right. The only way I'm going to eat one if this is attached to a KFC. That's the only, I don't eat Taco Bell for the fucking for the tacos. I don't eat them. I'm going to tell you all right now. I only, I only eat Taco Bell when it's the last thing open. Living in North County, that's pretty much all the time. <laughs> yeah. But I ain't a Taco Bell in y'all years. talking mad, y'all talking mad shit. I just had Taco Bell. I just had like that's what we had. We had that for dinner. I had some nachos and the fucking taco, and it was so fucking fire. No beans. Give me some jalapeno. I don't like Taco Bell. I don't like Taco Bell. Yeah, I fucked that kangaroo meat up. Hey Rob, do you have a friend? Right. Rob, Rob, you got a do you got a brand? Oh, no, I got a brand. No, I got a brand. So when I got branded, I got a, I got a brand on my arm for the frat. When I got mm-hmm. branded, when they put that iron on my arm, they like Taco Bell, and it smelled like taco meat. Like, <laughs> I hate you. Hey, no, it smells. If you ever get a chance to be in a room and somebody's getting branded. It smells like taco meat for real. What is that? No, I, no, I didn't. But I was done with my uh, like LB burning skin. And that's exactly, now you put that in my brain. That's exactly what it smells like. Skin, right? it, it, Which it makes me like want to know why you would even do that. Like, why? why Thank would you. you. Do it? 
Wait, why would you cook yourself? I was like, is that a burrito? Is that me? Ask your daddy, I guarantee he gonna say, you know what? It do smell like taco meat. But I've heard that from I did not. After I got Brenda, I ain't eat Taco Bell for like a year. But not your ass eating it again, though. Yeah, look, you, know, you get over there. Nacho fries. I never really ate Taco Bell because I grew up around. Really? Yeah, legit. We had Mexicans there in my city. So we got authentic taco places. It's yeah. like, why am I fucking mm-hmm. with Taco Bell? Only way you fucking with Taco Bell is if it's two o'clock in the morning. But the Mexican spot depends on what you want. They open till one, two in the morning. So it's like, mm-hmm. I can get an authentic taco. Or I can get this bullshit meat that's coming out of a plastic bag. <laughs> that smell like AD King. So, so, Nico, the first time I had an authentic taco actually was in Chicago because it was open. I don't know. We went to some poetry thing like a few years ago. And it was like a taco place that was, and it was packed. And it was like two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Look, we tried to go to one in Vegas. There was two places that, first of all, shout out to Vegas for being able to have multiple food choices at five o'clock in the morning. That's mm-hmm. a blessing. When you come from places that the best you got is McDonald's or Taco Bell and White Castles. So we was going to go to one place. And I'm like, bro, I really want to try these tacos. It's been packed. But I'm like, when we walked past it, it looked like it was packed. We went in that motherfucker. For, it was so goddamn packed from the front to the back. I was like, bro, there's no way in hell I'm going to wait this long. And That's the taco okay. place at the end of the strip by, uh, by the strap. No, cause no. So we were we wasn't too far. We was closer to the strip. We was in a newer hotel. The Conrad. They said it had only been open four months, but the strip was maybe three, three, four blocks away from us. Okay, to, to the left. The, but we was at the beginning of that motherfucker. For, it was right across the street. It was like a Ross and a Denny's right by where we was at, mm. and that's where the taco place was at. But. I can't fuck with no Taco Bell. Only time I ever had the urge to eat Taco Bell, I was high one night and they had that steak, some steak, something. That motherfucking commercial came on and I was like, God damn, I gotta eat that shit. <laughs> Other than that, I'd rather eat ice before I go eat some goddamn Taco Bell. <laughs> hey, now I will say, I miss, we live, we used to live in UC. I miss living down the street from the strip, uh, from the loop. Cause you we're a hey, two o'clock in the morning. You go down to that little damn diner. That diner used to oh, be yeah. so fire. You know uh-huh. I'm to go to Waffle House late, man. Because the I, Peacock. I, what's the name of the place, KD? What on in the loop? The, uh-huh. the Peacock. The, pe- the Peacock. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been there. That shit fire. On the east yeah, side, you want some food late at night? You gotta go to motherfucking Illusions and that. Yeah, shit. get your. <laughs> You might get shot. You're not gonna get shot at Evil. No, you're not. First of all, I'm worried about more getting shot. You're not gonna get shot at. They're gonna be shooting at somebody past you, though. Y'all niggas ain't shooting at any losers. Don't do that. Niggas are the loose too, like it's an Olympic sport. I feel more safer on the east side than I do in St. Louis. Hell yeah. And I spent episodes with people. I'm like, I'm unbiased. I'm like, I'm fucked with the east side. I have heard of less gunshots or read less about drama and shit on the east side being arrested than I did in St. Louis. Niggas mm-hmm. down carjack on the east side. Like, niggas be in the crib because I guess everybody got the notion we're like, well, fuck up. I ain't fucking around, so we're gonna all be in the crib. Illusion's nasty as fuck. Yeah. I went there because everybody hyped up that shit. First of all, I paid hellas for that chicken. That mustard sauce is the dumbest shit I ever had in my life. 
I was thoroughly upset. Who the fuck told you to get mustard sauce? Who told you to get that? Well, it came with it, so I ain't ordered it separate. It came with it. You know what? We're not going to do that. Club Illusions. No. Somebody say Club Illusions had good shrimp. She knew they win. I never had that shrimp. Club Illusions has good chicken. Fuck that. Fuck you and fuck that. They have good chicken. Nah, they have chicken. No, it's good chicken. How, no, this blasphemy. Them niggas just got chicken. I paid fifteen dollars for them little drumming. I almost threw the drumming at that nigga. You should. I I you should get whole wings. Whole wings. We not gonna do that. Drumettes. I was upset. Wings. No. Couple wings. You supposed to say party wings if you're giving me them little shits. Wings, Listen, maybe they just didn't like you. Because when I go, I get whole fucking wings, and they're amazing. And how dare you? When I was not 21, I, this is my turn. Because, it is my turn. Before I was 21, I used to drive the club illusions to go through that fucking drive-thru and sit on that parking lot and eat my goddamn chicken. You're not going to talk about this. No, no, you're mind. not. You eat emos? They are. Right. Hey, now don't talk about emos. I don't trust your taste buds. They got some fried chicken. Look, hold on. Dang, you done set it off, man. You know what? You know what? Chicago you can from? You from Aurora? Who the hell live in Aurora anyway? Emos is only good if somebody else pay for it. That is the only time Emo's is okay. If I got I'll pay for Emo's one time and I can't discuss it. I was mad with my number. Chicken wings and salad, they season salad fire, and they hot wings fire. Well, that, that, that just lets me know everything I need to know. Who eats a Caesar salad from? Right. You might as well lick the box because the cheese tastes just like cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> That's Domino's that tastes like cardboard. Exactly. Domino, first of all, the first time I came with a child that eat Little Caesars. I almost fought him one time because he told me I bought him pizza. He said, Ooh, this tastes like Little Caesars. I said, You got me fucked up. Because, well, he wanted to be the people. But that's also a little yeah. thing that eat Jack's pieces. I don't trust nobody that eat Jack's pieces, child or not. Who the fuck is Jack's? Jack's. From the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. What? Even like this is different. Not Jack. I can't mess with that emos, man. I tried. It ain't for me. And, 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 and the crazy part, people are like, well, y'all, that Chicago deep. I don't like the deep dish shit either, because that's like eating lasagna. Well, like, you don't do that. Okay, okay. 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 Do you like this? I like pie. I don't like pie. I don't eat pie. Y'all missing out, man. Y'all missing out. They got this. The the little crust is something different. It don't taste like a regular piece of crust. It's like a, it's like cornbread or something like that. I don't know. A piece of pie. (laughs) The fillings on the inside, then it's cool. But it's it be so much pizza. You get through more than one slice, you a thug. Because I don't understand how you continue in your life. Like home run in, I fucks with a pizza. Like That's a, the best. I fuck with home run in. If y'all if y'all go to Chicago, never had home run in. You can buy it at the store, but you can get it for yep. real in Chicago. Also, Sweet Baby Rays. That's made in Chicago. I ain't know that till the taste of Chicago in one year. So shout out to Sweet Baby Rays. Sweet Baby Rays. Yeah, B Ken is 
stepped up my he some better sauce. I yeah, he to... stepped up my barbecue taste buds. Uh he's supposed to send us one more. I still ain't got it. We didn't get I the cognac. We didn't I get the cognac barbecue sauce, but BK got some good ass sauce. I need that. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna hit him up because I want a whole I want a whole set before I you know start when when the spring break and I can fire that grill up. See, you need more than a jar. You need a squeezy thing. Yeah, that's what I need. I need that full. I need the extra large ver- version. Don't give me that little box. Big fact. So I mean, look, what else we got? So what, what what else y'all got? What's on somebody's mind tonight? Oh, I, I just got. I got two things, man. I, I just got to <laughs> shout out while we on the air, man. Y'all know my normal thing. I got to talk about my sports. Y'all know okay. how I do it. Well, first, two big things. Yesterday, Alabama failed. Well, actually, Monday, Alabama failed. They Georgia won the national championship. Apparently, it's the year of the Bulldogs because both uh the radio said that was gonna happen. Huh? Hot 104 when I was listening to it, they was like, I feel like Georgia gonna win because Alabama beat them already, and it's hard to, hard to beat, beat the same yeah. twice. Because it it's like we got enough time to watch film on what we did wrong. Yep. So but I heard you got hurt from the loop. But it's 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 definitely uh the year of the Bulldogs. Shout out to the Georgia Bulldogs and South Carolina State Bulldogs because uh that Aflac commercial. Don't hit the same now that Deion Sanders and Nick Saban lost. So, uh, oh well, it's the year of the Bulldogs. <laughs> I think I think Alabama lost though. I think what helped Alabama lose was um, Jamison Williams. Yeah, so getting hurt. So, he went down. Jamison, man, uh, Jamo, one of my former students, uh, tore his ACL um, in that game. Uh, so I wish him a speedy recovery. Please, I want that brother come back at yeah. full speed because to tear your ACL and well, one, thankfully for him, science and technology is advanced enough to where I've seen people come back from ACLs cool, but I'm like, damn, right when you finna go to the was he going to the draft? I, I he hadn't declared, but I think his draft stock was really high. Um, not saying it's not high now. Jalen Waddle got injured right before. Uh, and he was drafted, and he had a he's still having a still NFL career. So, um, but you know, my my best wishes to JMO. And the last thing I got for y'all, Deion Sanders and hit St. Louis, y'all. Yeah, Deion came to St. Louis and took the the nation's number four wide receiver out of St. Mary's Catholic High School. Kevin Coleman will be at St. at Jackson State in the fall. They don't. I, I guarantee y'all. First of all. All my Jackson State friends, y'all just—I I don't even care no more. We y'all, gonna game. y'all gonna keep, you know, bragging. I don't care. You know, I hope y'all win every game except against Prairie View and maybe Alabama State since Bree on the call. But, <laughs> but you know, other than that, you know, <laughs> I see his flag in the back. I see that Alabama State University. He's a looking one at the top. It don't matter. Yeah. It is. They're going to look at one. It's a yeah, yeah. It is. They're going to, you know. The love of your life came from it. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I got for y'all sports-wise. Yeah, another one. Shout out to Ralph. Hell, you in the building. Yeah. yeah. He didn't spend enough time up there to damn near get a degree. That is true. <laughs> Well, I have a, a a couple topics, but because we at home, I want y'all like, especially AD and Nico. Here go my baby. He is over here disgusted with hey, me that I'm finna make him up. get out here. I'm gonna find a car for you too. Shout out to. I got paid to be here, so we all good. So it don't hey, matter. Look, I got paid to be here. My brother, what's your name? LJ. LJ, shout out to you because your mama bigs you up every episode. I've seen all the great stuff that you're doing. 
I want to continue to see great stuff from you as you going forward, bro. Like, I love hearing about the things you're doing, bro. So big shouts out to you for real. And, thanks, and my, thanks, my thanks. word to you, brother, is who's the HBCU? That's one. I did already. Congratulations. I, I know you're going through some things right now up at that school, but go ahead and cross that stage. I am. And then after that, continue to make this bread so that way you can go and take care of your mama. Because we tired of her complaining about trying to find somebody wealthy. So you go ahead and be wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. You said you picked your HBCU. Are we able to hear that? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not this So, LJ, I'm going to tell you right now. When you want to announce it, I don't care if you – it ain't no football announcement. You want to do it, you can come on the show, bro. We can have a whole episode with you talking about HB because we all – me, AD, attended one. And so we can give you that game. You can come to the studio all there, bro. As a matter of oh, fact, we got to make that happen. I want you to do the, do the pick. Have the hats. And you pick your school right now. We're going to give you your school picking. And like, yes, yeah. you was a top sports recruit. Yes, sir. You let right me know. Right right for you. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Go take out the trash now, dude. Thank you so much. I still got paid for you. Yeah. I don't pay the nigga already, goddamn. <laughs> And so that was that was my one thing. But then, so like you said, AD, you know, he has been going through some stuff at that 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 good establishment. And I won't go into detail, but what I do want to talk about is how schools treat their athletes versus their scholars. And everybody knows, like, I have no filter. I say exactly what the fuck I want to say. And if you feel some kind of way, I don't care about how you feel. So, like, they had to know this is coming, right? They had to have seen me coming with this. My son is, when I say scholar, he brings in so much money to that school. He is a student ambassador. He's the president, National Honor Society student. Blues paid internship. He represents the school, right? So there have been incidents happening since October. And this good school that I've been giving my good money to for four years refuses to act. They will not step in and help me with this issue to save their life. So, and I I don't know if it's because they don't I don't know what they were thinking because everybody knows like the last motherfucker that crossed me I wrote a whole book about like I do not give a damn so tonight I had to go to the school with his father his father is this big six five pitch black very intimidating figure we had to go to the school tonight and like snatch a mug up because I do not understand, like, an athlete had an issue. The school jumped on it. I mean, it wasn't even 24 hours. They were like, we must protect this, for lack of a better term, nigga with this basketball. We not going to protect this, this A-plus student. We not going to protect this National Honor Society student. Who's also a... An ambassador for the school. My Who's the ambassador? Mm-hmm. When when a tour comes through the school, they call my son to take them through. They when anybody wants to donate money, my son is the student that they pick. They will not protect him. So I said, and I went through all the proper channels, the emails, the calls. The so today I had to go above their head. I went to the archdiocese, and my thing is. Y'all should be really tired of bad press, like technically, right? Y'all really can't take no more after the football scandal. 
Here we are in a scandal. And like I haven't spoke on it because I love the school. Like it's it's a dope environment. But after these shenanigans, like I told them, we y'all wanted me to be the stereotypical, you know, angry black woman. When I say me and his daddy walked in that meeting tonight, that poor little principal, baby, that man was sweating. It's not even hot outside. That nigga was stuttering. He didn't know what was happening. The teachers was walking by I'm like, who the fuck? What is happening? And it's like, it, it almost makes me so sad because if you know me, like, I'm the PTA mom, the booster club mom, the concession stand mom. I've never missed a beat in four years. Of all the kids to try to fuck over, why would you do mine? So my thing tonight is like, for one, to hell with them. Let me be very clear. Like, fuck them. And I mean that wholeheartedly. But like, you, they need to pick and choose who they gonna protect. Like I said, let, if he had been an athlete, the issues that we're having would have been addressed. That, been addressed. that money that them athletes bring in is why them niggas get protected. Because I've seen... I've seen athletes, like you said, your child is, an, that's why I made to put that ambassador part. Because I had to have, I had a slight issue like that with my son at his school. My son been there since they K through eight. And when COVID came, my son continued to do the same work, same straight A's he been getting since he got there. He didn't get put on honor roll because they said, well, we don't know who's doing his work. I said, so you mean to fucking tell me he been getting straight A's on honor roll since he's been sitting in your building, but because of COVID, all of a sudden, you think my slow ass is out here doing motherfucking work. I said, first of all, y'all schoolwork is not even the same as when I was in school. Right. I look at this shit, I said, you give me the answer, I'll do my way of math or whatever to get it. But I'm like, how did, and I made a whole post about it and some more shit, and it's just crazy because with him, your son being in high school, any student, especially if you got them, depending on the athlete that child was, any right. student that brings some type of attention, monetary value to the school, because we never know what high schools is making off of these kids. But I know it's something when you got Nike, Adidas, right. in your high school, and but you're gonna play the kid that you want somebody to see the good look of the school. Right. Well, we know who the cost. So, no, I'm not your motherfucking slave token boy for when you want people to be wind and dying. But when it yeah. comes to motherfucking grown ass motherfuckers fucking with me, y'all out here having the audacity because some of the shit you told me that man said, I'm surprised his father ain't walking that motherfucker just instantly slapping niggas. Listen, his daddy was walking down the hall like, hello, excuse me, kids, have y'all seen XYZ? Yeah, because like, like, he, like his daddy told the principal, like, I don't even really, you know, I don't do this. You know, his mom handles, you know, the school affairs for the most part. Mm -hmm. For him to have been there, his father works out of town. Mm. His daddy came home to see this particular teacher. And so, like I told them, I said, like, there is no, I don't have no cooth no more. Like, every bit of discretion that I had, like, I don't want to embarrass them. You know, I don't want to make a mess of it. Fuck them. And I say that with everything in my heart. And if you know me, like, since day one, before he even started there, like, I have been a fan of this school since his seventh grade year. They oh, can kiss my ass. His day, the, the, the principal gonna talk about something. Well, we'll try to schedule a meeting. Like his daddy said, we'll come to this motherfucker every goddamn day and stand outside. 
If we got to go catch this nigga in the parking lot, right. that's where we at right now. So my thing is, people It's to that point where, you know, when you go to a school and people pay for it, you know, when you pay for a school, parents have way more insight and way more control than, let's say, a public school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, mm-hmm. like, I went through that. My mom, my mom had to go out to the Smet and show her ass many a times. You know what I'm saying? And the institution that we spe- that we're speaking of, without naming, I know very much about that institution. I spent eight years of my life working there. I wish you I know, was- on both on both the administrative and teaching level. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen it inside now. I understand, I you know how it runs, right? And I'll say this. All institutions, especially private schools here, private schools as a whole play a big put a big emphasis on athletics because mm-hmm. athletics is what drives their biggest donations. Yep. So to every private school in the St. Louis area, it you talk about high schools that have stadiums named after Bomberito, stadiums named after or hell, Jason Tatum is building all, him and Brad Bill are building an, an entire basketball complex at Chaminade. Mm-hmm. So the amount of money that comes in to these schools through athletics is definitely a uh, it it's it's a double edged sword because of course the scholars you need the scholars mm-hmm. you need the scholars you got to have the straight A students because that's what's going to attract the money for worldwide technology and all those. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the day, when the sponsors come through, they don't grab this. And it's, it's one particular athlete, and, and he's a minor, so I won't say his name, who they keep protecting. But they don't grab this dumbass, illiterate-ass kid with this ball. They grab my straight-A student. They grab my son to speak to these people. But I have been requesting a meeting with that administration since October. It's fucking January. The crazy thing is you brought up I remember us having a conversation about them talking crazy of a recent incident with him. And that was a good month and some change ago. Well, well, and yeah. I'll say, at this, like I, said, I don't have any, any, fuck them. And I mean that. My son was shot. My 18-year-old was shot. And teachers at this school, my son called me and was like, Mama, I don't even want to walk down the hallway because this particular teacher who me and his daddy are going to see is standing in front of me talking to a group of students, laughing at me, pointing at me, talking about did that nigga shoot himself? These are adults. Like, kids, shit. Okay, kids are going to be kids. If they want for him doing so good in school... I would have told him, I would have slapped the shit out that nigga to go to alternative school because you got me fucked up. Yeah. I, 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 I definitely would have said it off, and I'm not that much of a bad um, And that's the person. thing. It's like they are so inappropriate. Like I said, I have never, and this is like, I talked to this man. I've been requesting a meeting since October. Like I said, today, us literally rolling up on them. Like I said, his daddy told that man, we have come to this motherfucker every day. Every single day, up, if man? we have to. Honestly, it shouldn't be that difficult. I you know, public school public schools have way more rules. Yeah, so way more rules. And if a parent came up to the school to see me, right, work at a public school, re work at a public school. If a parent come up to a school to see a teacher, I'll see you that they, day. They'll, they'll be like this. Hey, you you'll be teaching. 
And then all of a sudden, you see somebody at your door like, hey, I'm, I'm here to sub. They need you down. I had the police called on me in the middle of a lesson. Right. And I had to step out because the police wanted to talk to me. Exactly. And see, what they told us, to, what they told us, Debbie, which like I said, I've already called the archdiocese. I got the lady on speed yeah. down. Quit yeah. fucking with me. <laughs> what they told us was, yeah. listen, what they said was, well, we can schedule a meeting with you, but we don't know if the teacher will be available. Where the, the fuck teacher, you going to be You are born a nigga. What you mean? Hey, wait, look, there's a master schedule at every school. What's if, the if point of having a meeting? If he's a teacher, he got a prep period. That means he got a free period every day for at least an hour and a half because they don't block schedule. I know that. Uh-huh. You you for at least an hour to eighty minutes. Yeah, you are that that person's on prep period. Every that day. is not free time. That, uh-huh. is, that is school time that you are supposed to be in your building, in your room. So and we explained like when you said you said. I've been on my job for 30 motherfucking years, nigga. I can be here whenever you tell me to. I can leave my job. I live 10 minutes from the school. And this man looked us in our eye and said, I can have a meeting with you, but I have to see if this teacher is available. They not gonna stop till I be all on the motherfuckers in the newspaper talking about they motherfucking ass. They ain't gonna stop. I, 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 and it's sad that it even got to go. It is sad. Because because we we know from past guests that, that have been on the show that work at that institution, yeah. you know, the amount of contacts and communications that we have amongst people that, that work there or or can make or bridge this gap, it, it's e- it's an easy fix. People are social media friends; they know what's going it on, is. and they're not they're not t- stepping up, you know. And, and it's unfortunate, you know. And, and really, yep. it, it's that 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 falls on leadership. And it does. And like I said, we got four more months. But, you know, like I told them, for me to have gotten to this point is it, this on y'all. Like, whatever blowback comes from this, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. This is on y'all. Because I'm not going to stop. One of you motherfuckers either got to A, C me outside, or B, y'all got to get fired because y'all got me fucked up. Like, yeah. there's nothing in y'all. When I told y'all that this teacher was cracking a joke about my child being shot. Something should have happened then. That's ground for dismissal. Why is he still there? Why is he, st- why is he still there? And honestly, I... They would have locked me up because I would have either talked ridiculously bad to that nigga as I heard it, or would have slapped the shit out of him. And I ain't no violent motherfucker whatsoever. But the fact that I'm like, bro, because that's not something to play with. If you joke about me getting shot and I'm good, so if something would have really happened to me, then what was you gonna say? Crazy about me at school. What's even more bad about this situation is that this is a this is not this is not something that is a one and done thing. This ain't just one student who's gonna graduate with a fuck you mentality about the school. Think about how many students are watching this. Think about how many people see this and be like, hey, I have a negative impact to that school. That school did this, this, that, and the other. And mm-hmm. then 10 years from now, when the school is suffering financially, like it was a couple years ago, mm-hmm. those alums don't want to give money. Yeah. Alums don't want to give money because they have anxiety or anger about the institution because something happened while they was right. there and nobody bothered to pay attention to it. Then you ask them for money later to keep your doors open and they like, nah, fuck you. And then, 
we and me and my son, you know, I, I wouldn't have mentioned it if he wasn't comfortable with me mentioning it. But we also talked about like, what if he was not as mentally strong as he was? Like, what if he was a different type of kid? What if he didn't have a mother who will get on social media, the St. Louis American Channel two, four, five, and thirty, and make a fuss? What if he didn't? Huh? Send Uncle Nico up there. I come talk bad to niggas because that's fucked up. I just it's like horrible. I hate to cut you off, but that's like honestly to me thinking about it. How because I don't have teachers, and I ain't gonna say I want no problematic student because I just really didn't. Some of them I, I knew when some of them didn't fuck with me because whether they I was black, they was white, whatever it was. So at that point, I made your life worse than what it was because you was being an ass to me, mm-hmm. uncalled for ass. And the fact that you think that's funny. Because if those are the jokes he heard, what right. jokes were said at the crib? What jokes yeah. were said to other colleagues? How many right. times he thought about me right. like, shot ain't no fucking joke. People get at shot all. as an innocent and person a all the fucking and time. Five. And as a grown-ass adult, how, if, your son, if you yeah. would have been like, hey, you saying you some go, shit. You got to go to the school. I'm going to tell you right now. You... You're a better mama than me because you already know I would have been up to the school. Ain't no, we wouldn't have never made it into this year, 2022, without closing it out. Like, fuck all of that. You see, come on. Like, just come on. For that statement to like that, that's that's. That's crazy. He's retarded. Yeah, like, I'm going to say this. He's retarded. Knowing that school the way I know that school, we've lost two kids. I know two former students in, in the last probably school year or two to gun violence. Hell, they had a whole gun violence rally. Rally. <clears throat> the 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 fact that there was a joke made by students to by, other students. Yeah, they 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 lost they lost probably. One to of other students, right? You know, a, a, a athlete, they mm-hmm. lost a former athlete to gun violence. They lost mm-hmm. a student. Hell, the 19-year-old girl who was killed in the drive-by was an alum. Yep. So for, for, for a joke mm-hmm. to be made about gun violence. He should have hemmed that nigga mm-hmm. But this is the thing, and, and, and I will give, and I say all the time, like, my son is definitely a perfect combination of me and his father. He's way more level-headed than me because... I fight. Like, I fight. I will be, I, I am her. Like, you cannot take the horseshoe out of me, no matter where I'm at. And he was like, mama, it'll be okay. Like, he's the reason why I didn't go up there and act the fool. But what I was saying was, what if he wasn't as mentally strong as he was? What if he didn't have parents that advocated the way that he does? So if they're picking on a kid who they know mama will pop up, what are they doing to kids whose parents aren't involved? This is how kids commit suicide every day. Mm-hmm. This is how kids right. go to right. school every right. fucking day. Right? So what if he didn't yeah. have the support yeah. that he had? Had your son reacted to it, then now they playing victim. Now they trying to, oh, well, he's just angry. No, you got yeah. him fucked up. I would, if Sean would have came in like, yeah, that nigga said this, I slapped the fuck out of him. Oh, no, you got to go to alternative school? Cool. I got to bail you out? Cool. Because he had no motherfucker. And I'm like, you lucky. No right. Because if my son slapped you low key, you finna get slapped again. Because that means if you made him that upset 
And him telling me that, I'm that much mad. Shaking in tears. I'm gonna fuck you up on site because yeah. why are you talking about it? Yeah, white kids like that because mm-hmm. the white parents they be like, yeah. oh, you know what they gonna do. Yo, if yo said you'd be like, well, yeah, he slapped the shit out of him. I'm like, oh, well, shit, how long he got alternative school only four months? He'd be all right. That's so all he, he did. Him. He just slapped him, he ain't punch his teeth out. That's <laughs> all. As long as you ain't bodily harming nigga in the hospital, I'm like, cool, you gotta do alternative school for the next four months. You already got accepted. They don't need to know about that shit. You already accepted. We good. Right. Let's go. You ain't going to jail for that shit, nigga. And, 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 and to be honest, but, you know, it, it's um it, what's even more crazy is that. The way, the way it, the way it can, can play out. Like I, when I tell parents, you know, when you put your kid in school like this, it, it, it's kind of like judge and jury is right there. Yeah. It's hard, you know. The, the when you go to them, like working in a public school, you can go easily to the administrative office and and, and, and cause some hell. It's mm-hmm. hard to cause hell when, with the private school. It it, if they if they don't have a, a operating body that oversees them here. They're the judge, jury, and execution. Look, I did the shit over Sean not getting honor roll. Because I don't play that shit like to the point. I made a tag. I made a post, tagged the school. So many people commented on that shit. When I went to go pick him up from school today, Sean, at that time, I think he was in the fourth grade. His first grade teacher pulled me to the side. She's like, you know, I do the social media for the school. She was like, I seen the tag. She's like, please don't take him up out of this school. I was like, hey. Y'all got him messed up. I'm like, never finna question his intelligence because of a virus has us sitting at home. I'm not doing his homework. I barely check the shit because I know how smart he is. And I don't know what I'm checking at this point because y'all don't switch shit up so much. Oh, they begged me because again, they recognize the value that he has. They recognize how much money he brings in and they want him as an alum. I was going to pull him. He was going to leave over winter break. They begged me not to take him out of that school. Please let him graduate. Only for them to turn around and a teacher who again gotta see me or his daddy see his daddy because he's a big nigga. A teacher pulled him out of class yesterday on the same bullshit. So again, that's why I say like everything that's happening right now today, I don't feel bad. I'm going to embarrass them motherfuckers. I'm going to drag their names through the fucking mud because they really out of line at this point. Right. And as an educator, that's not something you should be joking about for a student anyway. Like, kids come to school to feel safe. And of course, there are some things that you can't control, but if they don't feel safe, and your job as an educator is to make them feel as safe as possible, you're not doing that job, yeah, that's that's definitely not cool at all. It's whack as fuck. Hold on, is the man white or black? They black! Oh, my God. Yeah. Nico, I'm gonna have to chop it up with you on, offline on that. Oh, it's more than that. That's the worst yeah. one. Listen, yeah. Look, yeah. listen, he got really? one white male teacher. This white male teacher has been more supportive than these niggas have been. This one that? single white Shout male out teacher. to the white folks. It is. Shout out to that teacher. Like, I, look, I had to say my apologies because I thought it was a white teacher. I did too. I can't hear you. I did too. Hey, Jiz, I ain't gonna say the teacher's name, but does the white, the one white male teacher he has his last name start with a P? I think so. I, I know who you're talking about, and, and he's a 
I know I know that I know that person personally. He's he is truly down for those kids. He's he amazing been there for years. He, yep. he he supports the kids. He's a little eccentric. He's amazing. He supports the kids. No one can It's a, it's definitely unfortunate, you know. And like I said, my dad out at that institution yeah. together for five years. That's what it is. They jealous and, of the, your son they, at his age. They listen, they gonna be they gonna be jealous of this hey. thing and disgusted by the time we finish. Like I told them, I said I'm trying to you. be funny. Boy, you know who the fuck I am? I will get on. Listen, do you know like the connections that I have? I will get you motherfuckers fired or shut the fuck down. They got me so fucked up. It's it's ridiculous. But we can talk about something we else. I just want to get this off of my Come out for quarantine. We could. Hold on, Desirada, before we, because you the next person. Whatever your topic is, we're going to go into. But we're going to do a quick, quick commercial break. I do got to play. Shout out to my sponsor. Yeah. All offices of attorney, Roger White. I do got to play his. Get ready to do that. We're going to do, we're going to play a little clip from him right quick, <laughs> as well as we're going to go to another music video, one song break, and then we're going to come back in and go at it. Hold on. I don't push some shit. I don't know. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Let, me it. Let me find it. Let me, I got his. Joy, I'll make sure to put his name. Good nigga, hi. Hi, Ann. 96.3 R&B for the Lou has teamed up with attorney Roger White to pay your bills. Paying the bills. Pay my bills. Pay my bills. One lucky winner will get their bills paid up to $500 each month. Gotta pay the bill. Want to win this money? Want to win this money? Just by logging on to 96.3thelou.fm and registering to win, we're paying your bills this and every month with attorney Roger White and 96.3thelou.fm. Yes, sir. And then we're going to go into this quick, quick, quick commercial music video break. Let do y'all know, for those who don't know, all the music videos I play tonight, Nico the Great himself has made them. I'm going to actually do two joints. I got a little medium one. Shout out to my nigga, John Can you hey, read? It's an ethnic issue um, more TV. Jay. Get you with different tastes. The reason I get lost because we can't relate. I was down before I knew that life was great. Challenges I had now is a piece of cake. If trouble comes to pass, then you won't see my pain. It's always room to improve what's up in my brain. I'm a flavor, you niggas is looking plain. I be smoking flavors, you be smoking plain. Expressing told me there were certain rules to break. Them lessons taught me about them fools, also the snakes. Progress told me there are bigger steps you take. Success is only there for fulfillment to a grade. Abstract skin, I'm in. See my eyes in, I'm green. No fate, I can't pretend. Too out there to blend. My vision different. Stay fresh like a late man. Can't count out what you ain't got yet. Can't worry about what's spent. One day it all makes sense, that I ain't got no sense. Putting my feelings on canvas, paying the food and the rent. Me and my niggas be lit, most time just be me. Most time I stay busy, most time can't catch me. All my work I put in, will come out in the end. I got new goals to set, you niggas trying to set trends. Leave me to put in the work, I want to better the world. I want to better my family. 
I wanna better my girl. Expressing told me there was certain rules to break. Them lessons taught me dark, them fools also the snakes. Progress told me that our biggest steps you take. Success is only there for fulfillment to a grave. Abstract skin, I'm in. See my eyes in, I'm green. No fate, I can't pretend. Two out there, two but in. My vision different. Stay fresh like a late man. Can't count out what you ain't got yet. Can't worry about what's spent. Till it ain't And people say they can't Well I know I can Like a soda You know what I'm just giving something To rap about Until shows packed out Throw hands You got a bad mouth Never pull the strap out Unless it's home invasion Or people wanna act out I don't act out on occasion But occasionally People wanna play with me I'll throw their hands I'll say the street Got the most faith in me I'm the one that make believe My plans go to A to Z I put it on the table G But I swear my hands full though Hometown hero word to Albert Pull hoes Y'all just wanna pull hoes And wear some cool clothes this ain't high school, bro. I need you to do better. This here a new air cap locks. Like on your laptop, my pen came from Ragnarok. I've been bad before I had a clock in Chicago. They like have a pop. 99 problems and I have a lot. Fishing in the pond and I'm catching all these magic cops until I get a Gyarados. Follow me on Gary Toe. Longboard out in Jerry Grove. Life is like a merry go. What you acting scary for? Told you before, I ain't never scary. I'm on quarantine at the equipment, babe. Giving me all the berries. Yeah, I'm good. Hey, best friend, I see you wouldn't sit your ass down. <laughs> now Corona made you sit down. It's okay. I have all the fun for you. You relax, feel better, get your head together, and be blessed. Love you. Hey, we back in this thing. Shout out to Lincoln. That's who did both of those songs, man. First of all, John Nell is always at L-U-B-T. I wasn't a member, but I've been around the band enough where people thought I was. So, uh, John L, man, man, that's my dog. So, we do a lot of videos together. I got a video. I'm going to show you past. When we get done with this and everybody leave, I'm going to show you yes, on the website. But I did a video that's coming out, me and him. And, um, we shot it in Maywood, Illinois, at the Fred Hampton Pool. Mm. He got, a, he got a pool in the street named after him. Now, the most disrespectful part about that shit is it's right next to the Maywood police station. Like, mm. the, like the police didn't kill him in the FBI, but that's another story. But we did, as the video's gonna come out, even on fuck Facebook, they got me, I'm in jail for the next 28 days because uh, I was flaming a nigga in this group. And so they, they gave me a bid. I'm gonna stop doing that. I'm gonna stop flaming niggas because I see it's affecting my career on Facebook. Um, and I can't make it on a new page. I don't had the same Facebook since 07. So I don't want to do a new one. So I'm going to stop flaming niggas. So they stop locking me up. But me and I made I made the video, a tribute video to Fred Hampton. Mm. 
and it's gonna come out. I'm gonna put it out for Black History Month, so I'm gonna show you that motherfucker. But I went in the bag like this. This one of the videos, like no matter how many music videos I make after this, this will probably be my favorite video ever because I'm looking forward to it. I did my research, got some clips of Pure Fred talking. I done added audio clips to it from speeches. Like I did my shit for this yeah. one. So I'm gonna show you after this motherfucker that motherfucker and then let you see how that look. But we at the bottom of the of our our screen now to talk about random other topics. We on episode 103. As y'all see the dog T'Challa in the back. He is a pit bull cane corso. So this little motherfucker gonna be huge, but he worse him. And then Marley out there crying. <laughs> but there's a rider. It's on you. What we talking about? Oh, what y'all wanna talk about? I'm an open book. I talk about anything. I, I, you as I said, like let's 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 talk about. Say it again. We ain't saying that. Let's talk about. I, I seen your mouth moving. So, oh, no, the fact me. that the the fact that the, that this virus is still out here, and people are out in grocery stores, gas station, Quick Trip, Walmart, Target, <laughs> no mask, because we fully vaccinated. It's the no but mask. But you coughing. Yeah, yeah. Just, wear, it's, it's like, just wear your damn mask. Like, I hate it. That's why I haven't been skating as much because I know I need to wear a mask because there's so many people there and it fucks with my breathing to be trying to skate. I'm already overweight. So trying to skate with this goddamn mask going to be fucking a nigga up. So that's why I haven't been as much. So I go outside where I ain't got to really be around people. But it's just like damn. And it, it, uh, we are so me and my daughter we on quarantine because she was exposed to it at school so I'm like we still sending our kids to school sick we still sending our kids to school sick That's how my which son now puts me it, it, I'm like I'm just I'm about to lose my roof with this virus and this quarantine, like I don't go nowhere, but because here we go, like and then no. SJ, this 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 um, I don't even know what I, I I don't feel comfortable calling them a teacher because teachers don't act like that. Yeah. So this 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 little boy in the grown man body is. Uh, supposed to be teaching at this school, making fun of your son and like picking on him. Like, what? What the fuck is his problem? Did he have a rough childhood? Like, can we get to the core of his problem? Why he picking on a kid, a teenager? Some happened in his life. Some, yeah, some did for him. Like this, this don't make sense. This is really, really ugly to me. I am yeah. not in the loop of what's going on. In the world, I don't even look at the news. I sit here, I listen to meditation music all day, every day. 
I'm I'm like really trying to build my business. So when I turn on the news and see or or go on Facebook and see some shit like a motherfucker got killed in the drive-through at Burger King, like so we can't. Two niggas were shooting at each other at Popeyes. Both of them shot each other. One of them well, last time I heard critical and stable. I'm like you niggas, the chicken is good over there. Why is y'all shooting at each other? That was that was they that last chicken sandwich. That, that I know them people personally. One of those people I know him personally. That was Church's chicken, and it, and, and it yep. was over a fucking mask. It was over a mask. Go get go. Put, you got to put your mask on when you. It's oh, a big yeah. ass sign on the door, y'all. Come on, like, are y'all serious? Everybody know churches ain't got no fucking drive through damn near at most restaurants. You know, what, what's crazy? Not is, that one. Not that one. Are, I mean, I said that what was really bothering me is that I read an article today of two young men, a 16-year-old and a 19-year-old, getting ready to go on trial for murder. And they didn't kill nobody. What? Police. So what happened was they they had a football game. They get to beefing with each other. They pull out guns, start shooting at each other. They don't hit nobody. The police pull up, responding to it. Start shooting at a car because they think one of them is in it. Kill an eight-year-old girl, but two boys is on trial for murder. And that's that fucked up commission in the crime rule. Because I'm like, you know, the the level of stuff that's going on, the fact that people are so mad about masks that we got to pull guns out. You know, I'm I'm really just, I'm fed up with 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 masks. I'm fed up with guns. I'm fed up with all this shit. And people, you know. As much as people want to talk about, well, you need a gun for, your, for we got to use the Second Amendment and all this and the other. A lot of this shit is stupid, man. No, you don't no, no. communicate. Folks much rather. You know what I'm saying? Just all this shit is ridiculous. And we, we, I'm really getting to that point now. I see why right. people be like, hey, I'm moving out. I'm moving far away from the hood. or I'm, And it ain't even moving far away from the hood. I'm ready to move away from America. Man. No, I feel you. Every system in America. I work in the education field. It's it's truly messed up. It is one of those things where it's messed up from every level, every district, no matter what. It's money, it's power, it's politics, all of that. And everybody, the only people that suffer for real is kids. If it's if it's government, who suffers citizens. If it's every system that is in place right now in this country that says that it's benefiting somebody is actually hindering everybody. You know what I'm saying? So there's nothing there, there, there's nothing I, I, I remember watching a video is actor Jeffrey Daniels he, uh, or Jeff Daniels he does a, a thing where some girl asks him you know about America being great and he just goes on this rant about how America is not great. And we're like, no, I really I wish America would understand there is nothing great about this country. There's nothing at first all. place. Oh, about every day. Everything in this country from in, from its inception is horrible. You can tell, you tell them lies that you came here to, for religious freedom and all that. You sit there and, 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 and built a country that is full of religious heresy, Contradictions, uh, all type. 
just the whole system is broken. This whole this whole United States is broken. That's a fact, though, and it's crazy. It only worked for one set of people who it was designed for. And honestly, I don't know if it worked for them. Because if, if you want to be real, if you want to be real, if it if it was about if it only benefit one set of people, we would never see a white a white person that's homeless. We never see a. a I've seen white veterans on the side of the road. I'm like, hell, you a vet and you white. Yeah, that's why I'm be giving no money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll tell you that that's my Nico thing. If you call oh, I'm homeless, I don't give you no money because how you fuck up that privilege? So, so it's not the it's not the it's not. I, I don't think it benefits white people because I've seen poor white schools True. go out to rural go out to rural Missouri and see some of them uh, white schools. They look just like Sumner. Mm. What it is is that there is a class. There's a class system in America yep. that puts class and race in there. And when you go, when you are the highest level of white people, you in the best class because everything benefits you. Yeah, true. And think about it. There, there, there used to be. There, I think it was a joke or something that somebody tried to make, or somebody was in one of them TV shows. Somebody said the the fact that poor white people were taught they were better than than, than black people. Ooh. When you go That's into a good one. You go into Kentucky, you go into Kentucky, and 95% of the Kentuckians vote for Republicans, and 85% of Kentucky is on food stamps. Y'all voting against y'all own measure, but y'all voting thinking that y'all better than the black folk, that the Democrats are going to help. And let's be real, Democrats ain't help black people do nothing. Damn. Damn. Shit. Man, what up? My, I, I, Nothing. I, 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 I ain't seen where, 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 uh, what's how you pronounce her name? Kamala. 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 I'm not gonna rag on Kamala because I understand what the role of the vice president is. We didn't see, we didn't see Al Gore. We didn't see Mike Pence. I, I ain't gonna rag on her, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, also, I'm gonna put it to him like this: We vote for Democrats consistently, and black black folk have consistently voted for Democrats. We we voting for Democrat. We vote for Democrat, and every four years we end up with the same damn problems. Yeah. The reality is that both of those systems work for each other. Yeah. Work for us in the first place. Yeah. And That's so, what it is. It work for who is designed for. Exactly. And, and until mm-hmm. until Black Americans figure out that we got to stop fighting with folks over twenty dollars, and we can and we can go and create our own political parties, and and use this the the the, the millions of Black people in America and say, hey. We all need to unite and use our power for that. We just gonna keep complaining. We gonna keep. Oh, I'm Republican. I'm there. If somebody, if a black person came in, I'm a Republican. We all gonna look at them with the side eye. But let's be real. Hell, they might be financially in in a Republican bracket where it might be better for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I used to work with uh-huh. a guy who was like, oh, no belief to it. So you had that conversation with that person. It may make sense. I'm like, yeah. some of y'all, some of us as black people are Democrats because we told black people supposed to be Democrats. Yeah. It's like I go with whoever makes the most sense for whatever I'm fucking with at that time in my life. Right. You know, right. This I I necessarily right. heard a Republican that said something that made me be like, hmm, you might be what it is. Like right. ain't never said but, but I'm open to it. It's just I'm just waiting to hear one that you know you know why a Republican will never do that. A Republican will never do that because they realize their base, the, mm-hmm. their finance. I can, a Republican could go into a room full of black folk and speak everything we want to hear. 
But when he go back out to, to Fox News tomorrow, he going to say everything against that because the fact that in yeah. reality, his basis wasn't going to make he ain't gonna make a million dollars in that in that room full of black folks. But, Hell, we don't donate to our own schools. We don't donate to our own churches. Exactly. We don't donate to another. So we for sure ain't donating to a politician. Exactly. We think about it. Kamala ran, and Kamala was running on HBCUs and Greek life and all that. But if you got every HBCU alone, every member of the Divine Nine to give her money. She still wouldn't have got it because then we got to get. I ain't yeah. seen her light skinned ass since she got elected. But see, she you, she ain't supposed to be seen. Think she about it. In the, in the, eight, on TVP. In the eight years that Al Gore was vice president, don't nobody know when he where he was. I was little, so. But but think about it. Mike Pence. How many times did we see Mike Pence? The only thing we remember with Mike Pence was the debate with the fly. Yeah, no, I feel you though. I have better see Joe at. Our Joe got dementia. So shit. Even with Joe, like most presidents, like I, I tell people all the time, watch some of them shows about about the Oval Office. Yeah. Watch some of them shows. Why? Scandal was perfect. Scandal was perfect to talk about what really happens in a a president has no power. Donald Trump was the first president. Donald Trump was the first president. First one to have real power. I'm gonna go ahead and use this executive order excessively, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, you breaking, you breaking protocol." And what did the Democrats do? They got in the seat and was like, "Well, we're not gonna use this." Y'all don't want to fight dirty like the Republicans, but y'all need to fight dirty because y'all getting your ass whipped. But in reality, Donald Trump consistently said, "Hey, I got this little bit of power. I'm gonna use it." But the president really has none. President Kenny. We remember how uh, when they when Hillary ran, they said, you know, she could press the button and take us to war. She's too emotional. A president can't declare war on nobody at all. At all. And that's what when I when I be when I be sitting on Facebook and I see people talk, I'm like, I can tell y'all niggas slip through every high school, every civics, you clearly ain't paid not one bit of attention. I know for a fact you failed government. I, I didn't fail, but I wasn't awake. But see, I because I, if they if they paid attention to that, they would know Congress they declared war. Too much. Them niggas a face. It's like it's they like you're the face of the country. But niggas, you ain't got no real mother. You got to say something. You ain't got no real motherfucker say something. Hey, as I tell people, when you, I literally had, had this conversation about two weeks ago with a guy. And he was talking. I was like, hey, you know, you know black movies, right? He was like, yeah. I said, you like Boomerang? He said, man, that's my movie. I said, hey, Joe Biden is Lady Eloise. She ain't got no motherfucking power. Exactly. Don't make no power. You need to be talking to Robin Gibbons. <laughs> that's who you need to talk to. And the board of directors. And, and the board of directors. And you know who they are? Congress. Congress. Nancy Pelosi, them. Oh. You know what I'm saying, and 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 the reason Nancy Pelosi got so much power, and and all and Chuck Schumer, because nobody's ever voted them out. Nobody's ever. We sitting there looking at like them color. To, I feel like you shouldn't be over like sixty. I agree. One of them positions because these old ass motherfuckers. Always exactly. motherfucker eighty five. Go goddamn me, tell me how my life should be ran. Like nigga, you on a whole different. Metric at this point, it shouldn't be. I, I feel like I, that's the saying, biggest problem. If you saw Betty White when she was young, 
You should not be in motherfucking office. If you know Morgan Freeman as, in his youth, you should not be in motherfucking office because I feel like you're so ignorant. <laughs> that nigga is like Dumbledore. He's the black Dumbledore. That's what I've always called. There's no reason. Because I can't believe a nigga live that long. <laughs> like, think about it. When you seen the young picture of Morgan Free? Morgan came out the womb. Morgan played Jesus in a goddamn movie. That's when you know you get around him. He did in the movie with Jim Carrey. He was God. He was mm-hmm. God. He was God. He played God in that movie. I forgot what the name of the movie. You, you do got to be at a certain age to pull that off. Like you can't be no young dude. No, it's not. It's not it's just birth. a certain age. You got to have a voice. There's a certain voice. Like James. Er- like really, I don't know if anybody ever thought about this, but what did James Earl Jones sound like in like kindergarten? Like the same way down. <laughs> Talk about the Super Bowl. Like, I need to go to the chalkboard. Look, that was crazy. Listen, he got crazy. all the bitches when he was young. I was like, like, he got that big ass boy. I was Mr. Junior 2011-2012 because of my homeboy sauce that was Mr. Lincoln. And the person who did our stuff, I think he had Alpha from Lincoln named Malcolm. He was the understudy <laughs> on The Lion King for James Earl Jones. <laughs> or his voice. So when we got announced, this nigga with this deep ass voice talk, every time he said my name, I was like, Jesus. I was like, why is your voice this deep and you got a regular job? Hey, James Earl Jones is the only person, the only other person that got a voice like James Earl Jones is Melvin Franklin. Rest his soul. Oh, blue. Blue. Goddamn, I always want to know what happened if he really fell in love and getting them short ribs or not. Because I was always upset that I never saw them goddamn short ribs. Hey, you know what's crazy? I can't watch the Temptations movie no more. My bad, Desrod. I ain't see you down there. My my grandmother, well, my grandmother passed right before right before uh me and Maria got married. My grandmother passed. <laughs> we went to the funeral. The funeral was like three days before the wedding. And my auntie played that that I really gonna miss you by Smokey Robinson. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. I can't watch the movie no more. I can't breathe blue Paul. and green at the same time. I'm gonna find out how to get that audio of Paul. Paul, when he got drunk in that one moment, I'm gonna find that audio and put it on my Instagram so I can do it. Because that was the best part of that whole movie. Paul was fucked up. Paul was. Look, before we get too deep into that, because we already, we we a minute and 32 in this. Ralph, you're the next person up with the random topic. But one thing I want to say to you, because me and Ralph been rocking for a minute, Ralph has been an original brand ambassador of Ethnic Issue More. He, he was actually one of my favorite ones because Ralph got it. If you never follow Ralph on TikTok, Ralph TikTok cracking. He got a yeah, straight presence on TikTok. That's what made me fuck with Ralph. And Ralph been the only person who was consistently rocking the merch whatever videos he was doing. Mm-hmm. But you got a new endeavor that you started upon in your life that we've discussed because I was telling you, like, one thing that started for me, y'all, I got into social media management. And I potentially got my second client possibly coming up. I got one already, one of our Masonic brothers. Yeah, both. But, uh, I got somebody else I had a meeting with today because I've been doing it for a while. And I'm like, I be kind of know what other people, based off what they do, because of what I watch, what you should do. Mm-hmm. And, Ralph was one person I hollered at because I'm like, Ralph is a, is, a, is a truck driver now, which is something I've always kind of thought about, but I'm doing other shit in life. I didn't want to get into it. 
And but I saw videos about it and I see the moves. I love watching when you go somewhere because you'll post where you at and you be all over the US. And so just kind of getting in that field for people that I see that's doing it, people buying the truck and fleet, making them companies. It's kind of it's an on-the-spot interview for you. Says we've been rocking for a while and I got you on the show. You had me on the show during the interview. Like what kind of made you get into that lane? And like what what how far are you really trying to take that? That's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, I wish I had like a deep, profound answer, but uh, at the time I was working, I live in Waynesville, so I was working on post as a uh, in the kitchen help, like serving the uh, troops and stuff. And it was decent pay, but I was just like, you know what, this ain't for me. Uh, so actually my wife uh, brought it up to me about trucking. The company I truck through is Prime. And, you know, they trucking honestly is really good money. Uh and you had the opportunity to start your own business. And um, overall, it's pretty much great for your financial, for financial. Uh, so what made me do it was we just need the money, honestly. Uh, but how far I plan on going, honestly, I don't know yet. Because while the money is good, you know, with me, you know, me and my wife have been married for 10 years, going on 11 this year. And, you know, I have like three children. Two of them are under three. So it's hard being away. So I'm still kind of, we're still kind of figuring that out as far as like, cause I'm usually only home for like one week out of a month. And, you know, while that's, you know, time home, I'm still like missing a lot of stuff, you know, my wife needs help and everything like that. So I plan on just going as far as that, honestly, as it will take me. Um, and what Nico was talking about is, you know, the good thing is like, you know, you travel across the country, all 48 states and you see sites that you never get to see that you usually go like i've been to places where i never even thought of and my overall goal which is personal for me i plan on making a pun in every single state i visit so if y'all follow me on facebook uh half of my story is just like puns from different states uh but overall like honestly trucking really did has changed my life because it has you know helped us greatly financially we don't got to worry about stuff that we would worry about typically uh, but overall, it's definitely been good. So while I'm doing it, I'm definitely going to take advantage of it. Uh, like you brought up to me, Nico, like doing the vlog and stuff. So I just got to get my camera stuff, like all my mounts and stuff, like get a dash cam and all that good stuff so I could do it all professional like I wanted to. But overall, it's definitely good. So I'm definitely on my own time now so I could do it, like get back to making videos like I used to and doing everything like that. But uh, thank you for asking that. Like, it's pretty cool. But if you are thinking about doing it, I mean, honestly, it's not a bad endeavor, but it is something to think about because you are away. So if it's, yeah, I mean, I was like, you good. Like, you, know, you got to do it. But for anybody that might be thinking about it, you know, definitely talk to me uh, about it. Uh, I definitely talk you through it because I do got one of my homeboys that did say he watched some of my videos and was interested in doing it in his state. So, I mean, I'm glad to have that kind of influence on people. So it's definitely an endeavor that you should really think about, but I think long term it'll be worth it. And that's what I and all the reason I brought it up because being on YouTube a lot because of I create content and I like to kind of study the content of other people I may assist with creating. It was a page on my page where somebody was doing trucking stuff on YouTube and I'm watching them getting hundred K plus on all his videos. And I'm like, well, shit, I know you got the potential to do that based off of you being on TikTok. 
and other stuff I've seen. And that's what made me get into that field of me kind of starting this social media management. When I see other people that I know got like a talent of some sort, I chop it up with you and kind of talk you in your inbox. Or if we're a personal friend, I'm going to call you, FaceTime you. And it's like, bro, I study enough of this shit to, if you was to do this, I think we could get these type of results after a while. Mm-hmm. And I see that with other people. Like at this point, I got one person. Shout out to James Bowright, uh, worshipful master over at Victoria number seven. I thought he a past master. Is he a past now? Past master. Okay, past master. I, I apologize. Past master James Bowright. But uh, I run, I do his videography as well as I run his social media. I'm his social media manager. And for, for those who don't know, if you on Netflix, American Barbecue Showdown, our brother was on that show. It's another show that's coming out in the spring. I can't really speak on but he will be on another type of network that we're all familiar familiar with. Uh, and it's just like, I've always thought, I've always said, I'm like, bro, social media is a job for one. Hell yeah. Depending on how you're trying to use it, that shit is a hassle and a job. But if you can, once I was able to post videos, I got a video, right? I got a, mil- a three million view video on Instagram, but I got another one that's hitting, it's in 50K. I got some other ones, 10, 14, like all that range. And I've always been somebody that wanted to create content. But now it's at the point where it's like, I offer that service because you may not want to do it. Mm-hmm. Or you may want somebody to assist you with it initially, but you want to learn how to do it on your own. I don't have no issue with teaching you as I'm getting paid. So that when you don't need me no more, that's cool. Right. Because you're able to consistently get your own content out but you got somebody so i had i had my first meeting today with somebody we talked for a good maybe hour hour and a half and it's like she at by the end she was like hey we need an in-person i'm with it and i was like i think I, i'm with that i can see me taking on multiple people and it's just like hey we're gonna create x y and z i offer you whether i just do your like worded type of content because or content you create, you want me to post at certain times because you don't have the time to do it, or I create the full scheme of your shit. We sit down, figure out your type of logo. We uh, at that point, if you want to do video, we set certain days where I get X amount of content where I can do reels, whether it's reels we originally create or reels that we're based on other reels I know are moving good. We use the audio, whether it's worded or we use the the, the song. Because we know it's a high traffic reel. And I got them type, I'm working on setting set packages for that shit. And it's like, I could do that. So do you have like packages? You know, I just made a post oh. today about just that. Like, it's not my thing. Reels, TikTok, I'm I'm old. I don't get none of it. Oh. So I just made a post, like, I need to find a person to help me learn how to do these things or do these things for me. So do you have prices? Can oh, you email me? I will, we will talk because we got okay. we talk because I'm building it right now. Okay. And that's why I told the other person, I'm like, it'll be certain packages amount per month where I get you X amount of posts. And what mm-hmm. we'll do is we have a meeting at least twice a month. So where if it's certain things where you've gotten pictures or content, you get that to me. I get it out at the right appropriate time that I've researched as best for your business. I will come up with hashtags for your business and we're going to do it. Um, 
And then, but it, then I have the people who can't create the content. Well, that's another additional package because I do video work, whether it's with my phone or with a, I'll bring out the real camera and we create a full scheme of content where I come up with reels. We can do a commercial, all type of videos that's for based on what you're doing. And we do that monthly. We get it out. I'll make sure it's posted at the right time. I pretty much got the login to your stuff. I'll make sure it's done. So that's the least of your work. Well, definitely when you get it together, let me know because I literally, like I just made a post today. So if I'm going to spend my money with somebody, I'd much rather give it to you. So please let me know because I... No, I got you in about... As a matter of fact, I'll probably call you in a day or so. Because the person I did today, we really just talk so I can get the basis of what they looking for. Once I know what you're looking for... I can give you my ideals based off of your business, what you're doing, because I'm, I'm a researcher, whether it's the hashtags, whether it's just the field in itself. This is what I see other people doing. This is how I feel like we can use X, Y, and Z. This is how we can incorporate X, Y, and Z to boost that social media presence to move what you're doing. And this is how I feel based off your personality. This is what we can do. And for some people, they don't need me to the full scope. But some people, they like, well, shit, I know you do video work. I've seen what you've done. Well, I'm willing to do the. I'll pull up to whatever you're doing. You get me at this two-hour mark, and I'm going to record all this content. We're going to sit down, and you got to say something what's going on, but I map it out. You don't have to post on none of your business pages. All I need you to do is post your personal page because that's you. And if I need something to sound like you on a business page, I will talk to you so we can get X, Y, and Z to make it sound like how you would say that. I'm excited. I'm excited for you because that's like such a big market. It's such a thing right now. Yeah, like because my I have three Instagrams, like business, personal, the author page, all of that. But my business page just got where I can get monetized today. I don't have, like I said, I don't create content. You know, I don't know how. And at that point, because I already know you based off the show, I know how we can use SJ the professional and SJ so we can do it how we need to based off certain content. Because it's like once, once all it takes is that one that one post, that one reel to set it up. Like I said, I, we're sitting at a 3.1 million posts and I've gotten, I'm at the point where I'm 2,000 more people following me that I'm following. All of this since December 21st. And and, and, and to piggyback, because y'all, I, you know, I when when we talked earlier, maybe probably about five or six months ago, I made one post on TikTok. And that one, yes. post, that one post, I went from like 150 followers on TikTok to over 1,000. And you can't go live on TikTok until you get 1,000 followers. And no, literally, I hear that shit. like, I, in the course of like two weeks, I went from one post and that mug end up with 5,000 views and I got over a thousand followers. So I remember going live on an episode of Ethnic Kitchen more then I got suspended for a week because uh, wow, they man. didn't like our joke. But look, but the crazy part to that is, so say we, we get one that pop because it eventually, it depends on your business or whatever we're doing. Some businesses are a fast build Based off what you do, some are a slow bill, but it's going to get you the customers. They may not follow. They may not do this, but it's going to get you the bread. Because that's the end goal. Fuck all the following. The money is the end goal. And then you'll have some where it's like we incorporate X, Y, and Z. And we'll do that to kind of boost your, your following. 
and we'll use this angle to move this this way. That's the entire scope of what I'll do. And it is like, hey, all you got to do is make sure you're there and listen to me as your director to create said content. Whatever input you got, we're going to make sure that happens as well. But I will create said content. We'll have it. If you want to review it beforehand, I'll make sure you can do that. But you ain't never got to worry about motherfucking posting again. That's it right there. Because, like I said, social media will grow your business. To credit, like when I said when when I seen Ralph was the one that said I slid in his inbox like, hey bro, I already know what type of shit you can do on social media. Because think about it, you do X Y and Z SJ or you do X Y and Z whomever, and we build your shit. Now a company, you got a you got a business outside of what you do. You got a company to see the type of influence you got based off your page. They be like, well, I want to give you X Y and Z dollars. Right. What we do because it fits in what you do. That's the goal. I want you to yeah. get paid off of this shit. Because I, I found out how to do it. Same. I was able to make it happen where I never thought that shit would happen. So now I know it's possible based off of the field you're in and I've seen enough videos to be like, man, I can create that shit for you. We just got to link up. Take like The person I'm talking to now, they do a cleaning business. Mm-hmm. So once it gets to the part where I'm doing video, it's okay. Well, you make sure the clients sign off or they don't care about their house being recorded. Mm-hmm. And you get you a two-hour block of Nico. I will pull up phone for reels. I'll make sure I get five, six reels in my first hour. As well as using my camera to get big video of your, 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 your before and your after. Really? Okay. Doing because that's how you move. Like for a cleaning business, I need to see the cl- house it look like. I need to see what you did, the work you did after that. Or I need to see, but the, the the meeting we had, I was able to tell. I'm like, well, at this point, you know, you use certain products. If your clients like your products, but they don't, they want to clean intermittently in between. Well, we work on building a package of those products. Right. Now they can buy that from your website. Outside of booking you to clean, they can book for you to leave a package of these products to clean. They keep their house smelling. How you keep it in between the two weeks that you do it, yeah. and then. Because you're such a great cleaner, we can do maybe a Monday weekly tips of how you clean within one room. These are the type of five products I recommend to clean your bathroom. I want you to follow with this way, whether we do a reel, whether we do a, a post with words. It's like you're thinking outside of the box at that point. Right. You shit. So let me ask you a question. So do you, so when I made the post, um, of course I have a a decent. It's on Facebook. It's on Facebook. So when I made the post, a lot of people, I mean, even inboxing me was like, whoever you find to teach you how to like do reels or do content, like let us know we want in. So like at some point, will you be like, teaching a class or can we like pay you to teach a class or we'll discuss it off the air me and you okay but because i know like i said everything i've always said i'm big on the system of i got you you got me okay because i know what you do so because i'm practicing and building this i have clients that's gonna pay for this but there's certain people i work with because i know what you do and if i can prove the proof is in the pudding with you i know it's gonna come back from that Right. It ain't always, and it's, it's a quote I read based on that. I forgot who it's from, but when you do stuff 
solely based on the money, you don't get the outcome that you're looking for. Yep. If it weren't for the money, you would have never did it. Yep. So because of the pure intent of I know I got the sauce to do what I need to do, it's something we could definitely make happen. So I'll definitely after this, the same thing with AD when say everybody leave me, I need to talk to both of y'all for real. Okay. We'll stay after and we'll definitely work on something because I know some shit could shake with this. And if it works okay. out, just gonna do what I need to do. Like I, said, I definitely have a ton of people that when I made the post, they reached out to me and they were like, whoever you find, you know, let me know. So of course, you know, I'm really big about funneling the money right back through. So I mean, I could easily send you ten people right now. So we definitely yes. will talk. No, we're gonna we're gonna talk after this. We're gonna talk after this. Now, the missus, aka Granny, aka Sean. Granny, one of Sean's favorite. If y'all don't know, Sean, Sean don't even acknowledge me. Sean been going over AD crib since we had a class that we was bringing through over there. Shout out to them, RIP Manny. And his big thing was. Every time he bring it up to me, it ain't never. But well, can we go over Uncle AD house? Can we? He was like, can we go over? Is Miss Maria in there? Can we go see Miss Maria? Because Sean, and that's why that's why I rocks with you because my son loves you. Oh, I love Sean too. We, we, we when look when the first time he came over, he was showing me stuff on Disney Plus, little content I ain't never seen. I was like, is this what you be watching? And he had me watching all kind of random stuff. He had this big ass mask on. I'll never forget this. His mask was like two times the size of his face. And I was like, you know what? We finna go to the store and get you a mask that fits your face because this is unacceptable. <laughs> you not protected from the Rona with this. No, so we gonna Sean, get you together. And, and like I said, it's because of the liquor as well. But Sean, Sean truly fuck with you. Because oh. Sean don't rock with a lot of people just because he like me. Besides, people know I tell people I'm the most anti-social social nigga you'll ever meet. Like I hate really dealing with people, and my 2022 goal is to get over my social anxiety and dealing with people. But Sean picture is someone that's has anxiety and with people. people. Nico, she do me the same way. I be telling her I'm like I'm social, but I'm anti-social. AD is the social because butterfly. That is not show. a friend you that he ain't discovered. But you got to everywhere. You get me on. Well, you know AD like further on a different level. But you get me on this show, and it's like because I know this is my passion and what I'm supposed to be doing. So ninety five percent of the people like SJ. Uh, Desirada, you I never I didn't meet y'all until in person until the show. Desirada, I didn't even know you until the show. SJ, we was probably on social media, mm -hmm. but I don't meet 90, I would give it 99% of the people until we get on the air. And because of social media, I'm not a weirdo. Like, so I know <laughs> I that's like we've known each other and all of that. And, but I'm getting to the point where I get invited to a lot of stuff, and it's like I don't go because I'm like, damn, I got to talk to people in person. Mm -hmm. And it ain't that I can't do it, because shout out to my bro Nando STL. He had me, and I did it on the humbug. I ain't asked for no type of pay, none of that. Because he did a, he was headlining an outdoor concert at the City Foundry once COVID started lifting up a little bit. And I got to be the live media. Like, I was like an MTV VJ. And I got to talk to the crowd. I got his brother was a cameraman. 
he followed me around. I got to talk to people. And I was like, bro, I can do this. I just, if y'all knew the battle between myself before I get to talking to y'all, it's crazy. And I want to get to that because I know there's a lot of stuff I can do. I always joke like, I'm gonna do, I'm, I'm, this year, I'm going to do stand-up one time. I'm going to go to an open mic and do stand-up. I'm funny as fuck. And a lot of people, we know. Me, a lot of people have told me to try, but my social anxiety stops me from trying. Hey, bro. As a matter of fact, we need to throw a comedy show and just have and just have an episode, pure comedy yeah. show. Bro. Yeah, let's do it. I'm with it. Matter of fact, the next episode. Shout out to my nigga from Lincoln, uh, comedian Reggie Yill. He just opened up for D Ray once again, uh, in Hollywood at that. And but my bro has been making moves. He went. I tell him all the time. He went to Lincoln for a good three hours. And the nigga, he came to Lincoln for one semester and said he wanted to be a comedian, straight moved to Atlanta, went through the struggle, all of that. And now I got to, I was blessed enough. Like I said, sometimes you do stuff on the strength because you've grown in what you're doing and you fucks with the person. He had his first ever comedy show where he headlined and he threw it under his production company. I offered to be his videographer to come and record the show, make a promo recap video. And because of somebody else I fuck with who came, if you was at the 100th, my, my videographer, my nigga TC, who was recording, I had him come with us because he another solid dude, like we said, like we don't know each other from a can of paint. And since I met him, whatever he needed assistance with as far as videography, whether it had nothing to do with what we was doing or if it was personal, I got him. Because he was solid with me. And it's only so many people you meet that's solid out the gate. Same way AD. Mm-hmm. Been solid since the gate. And it's like Reggie, he'll be on next episode, but that nigga funny. He 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 done headline comedy shows. He done threw his own. He done opened up, like I said, D-Ray, other famous comedians that we've all I'm pretty sure laughed at. And so I'm gonna give it a word. He ain't gotta go nowhere, but I'm gonna try my luck. And it's because, it ain't the fact of me thinking I'm funny is the fact of me be like getting over that fear of talking to people because what I want to do, I gotta fuck with people. Yeah. Man, so, that fear of talking to people is so real. So people see that I, right I, I have a list. Like I have the biggest mouth ever. I have a I cannot speak in front of people. This like today I'm talking a lot because I'm at home. Like even you guys was like last week, like SJ, you gotta get more involved. Like, come on. As big as my fucking mouth is, I hate talking in front of people. So what I did, like last year, I did 31 days of SJ on Instagram. And like it was just because I know, like in my business, I have to get the I have to talk, I have to interact. I hate that shit. It makes me so nervous. Yeah, I feel like y'all over there kissing and shit, making no, me jump. What the fuck? I'm listening. I'm Hey, <laughs> I feel like hey, I'm listening. Hey, time, man. Before we run out of time, man. You know what? Yeah. Postmaster and Greeny and Nico and Bree, y'all not gonna keep on doing me like this. And I'm over here with the goddamn dog. Fuck what y'all just doing. <laughs> dogs too. Two of. But what y'all just kissing? Like, 
kissing y'all just randomly want to kiss and I had to tell her something. I didn't want to interrupt you. It looks real yeah. fucking romantic. Real romantic. <laughs> Talking real close to that ear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Nico licked the earlobe or something. I did. I promise. I that was real I'll fucking romantic. You know what? I tell y'all if I did. I promise I did. Look, hey, so SJ, though, for so, real, I have the same problem too. So I'm. It's so funny that I'm in a sorority when I really don't like talking to strangers. Mm-hmm. And while they're, you know, they'll say that oh, you're a Delta, so everybody's a, you know, everybody's your sore. I'm like, yeah, but right. you're still a stranger because I don't know you. So we're right. in the same world, but I've never met you right, before. Like, we're not instantly friends, right? So me talking to you is like. Oh my gosh, stranger danger alert. And so the thing is going places, going places with AD are past masters. Look, look, make me talk like I don't want to cut you off. Hey, I'm I'm gonna just say making me talk. He be having me sit next to strangers and they be talking, reaching over me. That is my biggest fear, though. Like, as big of a personality as I am, I do not like strangers. I will sit there and be like, get the fuck on with your strange ass. No. You got the personality, like the outgoing spirit that my mama got. It makes me nervous. If I got to a certain age, I wouldn't ride to church with my mama. Because she didn't know how to stop talking in between services. So, I, <laughs> so that was like my mama, my, 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 literally, my mama would drive her car, my daddy would drive his good main car, and I would drive his car to work because my daddy knew my mama would talk too much and be there for second service. And I knew I wasn't trying to go until the preach word. So right. I didn't want to hear all the shit in between. And you ain't, I ain't got no money for y'all because I'm in high school. So I'm going to come at the preach word. And but it's good to have that type of person because, like I said, what you got on board, it's been so many episodes that AD has set up because he's like, bro, I knew when people was like, well, AD ain't gonna get on. I'm like, well, have you listened to all the random episodes I've had where I needed somebody? If it's been one person, my first time meeting AD is when I had to do my Masonic stuff, but you couldn't tell that at this point. You would think we've known each other for years. A lot of people thought we knew each other once we was going through that process. And I'm like, bro, I ain't never met him until I showed up and met him here. Mm-hmm. But when I needed somebody to fall through in the clutch, and I'm one of them people growing up, I'm probably, everybody know me is one of the most clutch people they knew. Whether you needed a friend to just talk to, whether you need a like, school, I was a nigga with the gun. In high school, I'm always clutch with an extra pack of gum. Some niggas had some, and it's just like AD was that as that person to me. Mm-hmm. And it was like every time I needed somebody to come through, it was a no brainer. So once I made the episode, I ain't asked for hella people once I knew IA and Mel was starting to fizzle out because of new endeavors. Ever since I made Ethnic and Shimon, the goal was for it to be a platform where I don't even be on the show no more. I want to see really? like your, your version of a breakfast club where people funnel through as media personalities and all of this. They learn their game here. They take it to where they need to go. Oh. You know, ethnic is more for a little bit. And like, damn, you was able to be a co-host on that motherfucker? And then they go off to wherever they do or whatever in their media career. Yeah. Okay. Oh, honestly, I don't know how I even got to this point because I know it's the liquor, but shout out to AD. I'm just saying, uh, calls me a friendly. Shout out to AD. Mama says I'm that. I'm that friendly vibe, but re- in reality, 
my job is social. So I, I and uh, you know I I teach older kids. I teach high school juniors and seniors. So I'm talking to grown folks all day long. Right. And so having to do that and then being in two organizations, both IOTA Phi Theta and Prince Hall Masonry, that I can't go nowhere in this world without meeting a brother Mason. And, and that's a beautiful thing. But it also can cause some like, damn, I don't feel like gripping nobody up. If you ever been to Conclave for or a national convention for a fraternity, that's the worst thing in the world. Cause you you like this. Hey, by, by day two, I'm not gripping nobody up. I don't want to know where you're from. As a matter of fact, you might be from my chapter, and I still don't want to talk to you. You know, I'm just here so my chapter don't get fired. I know that's right. <laughs> that's a big fact. That's another that's thing. You brought up a good point. Like, I hate small talk. Like, that, that initial small talk with somebody you don't know. Because I already know what I'm into and what I like. And then I got to see if you like the same things that I like. And I got to vibe. Like, that's too much work. So I just... What I mean, what say, look, and it's the internal thing. Because depending on the type of person, what if I say something weird to you? Now we both right. look at each other dumb as fuck. And right. now well, I say something weird. You know, and I got to look at you like... I spit at you because you got me fucked up. That awkward moment when it's time to go and it's time mm -hmm. to go, you're like, well, I want to leave, but I'm not sure if you want to. So I'm just right. Are we still talking? Look, or... That happens to me all the time because I'm I'm not a friend. Like, I'm a friendly person. Like, I have a friendly disposition, but it's really more like, hey, all right, you go, girl, and then it's over, right? And then right. they still be talking, and I'm like, oh, shit, wait a minute. Uh, I'm supposed to continue this on? Listen, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to do this no more. I'm gonna definitely start tuning random motherfuckers out because Sean get the rambling after a while. I'm like, nigga, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. No, but before we before we wrap it up, Maria, did you have a, a topic? Oh, hold what's on. my topic? Being 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 not a, a social butterfly like y'all. Oh, yeah, everybody topics <laughs> now. Before we wrap it up, the host me. Past master and your motherfucking favorite everything. Yeah. yeah, we still gotta have our rapid fire. Oh, Woo! So, but this rapid fire ain't scripted. We don't have nothing written in front of us. We've let mind y'all. Just so y'all don't know, because I get the time. We've been on this thing for two hours, three minutes, and fifty three seconds. Yep. This has been really fun tonight, though. This has been dope. I said this our ad. No, that's where I got with my original story. Y'all niggas was smoking the motherfucking thing. But I think it's your part ones and two. Maria was on part one and then you came for part two because she was busy doing something else. But it's crazy where all my guests outside of Anya became because of the show. Ashley literally came to one episode. I made that post. I knew she was destined to be on here when she created her own post <laughs> for folks to love her. I said, well, ain't nobody else said shit. <laughs> Everybody else said shit was going on. They couldn't come. She pulled, not only did she pull up, she made a post. It was a no-brainer at that point. It's been a blessing since then. So, like I said, when AD giving me my flowers, I give everybody their flowers. It's been a blessing because one, you're a wonderful mother. Thank you. I love the shit I hear reading our group chats that you do for your son. Yeah. That's amazing because we had different ties from based off parenting back in the day. So I think that's a blessing. You're innovative. You do your own thing. When I strategically pick people to be hosted this host with me, and I don't really, I hate saying co-host because even though I created it all of this, when I first put both of them got on the same conversation I had, 
This ain't no democracy in this bitch. Yep. You got an ideal. You got something. I, I'm not the no end. I don't know everything. So if you know how to do something, whatever your real, that's why I tell people come up with a, a segment because I know you got the gift. I pick people based on what I see. And it, it, it you could have had the, the craziest following ever, but I don't see that for you. So I don't give a fuck how much you recommend yourself. I'm not going to pick you. You are a no-brainer. And it's crazy because you was like, well, I'm moving. I'm going to do a podcast. You will probably be one of the only people who can move. And I'll be like, well, as long as you moving, don't stop you from getting on at the crib. I don't have an issue with that. I don't need you in the building for you to have that impact because you do what you do. And you do it. You've been throwing out tonight. Next. Yeah. Showing out tonight. Yeah. And I, I, I definitely, you know, and I tell you guys, I'm real big also on giving people their flowers. Like, thank you so much for inviting me into y'all's world. Like I said, because I know there are weeks where I've had a lot going on lately. You know, the stuff with my son and it has been rough, you know, and you guys have been so patient with me. You know, even the weeks when I'm sitting there like, I don't want to be here. I'm just here so I don't get fined. You know, like, you don't make me feel awkward. You don't make me feel, you know, out of place. Like, I so appreciate you guys so much for even having me here. To me, you are a pivotal new step to it. Like I said, me and her talk a lot about this show, other stuff I do. She fucks with you. Anytime she fucks with somebody, it's good. But listen, and I fuck with her too. No homo. No, you made no. a post the other day about, about her being pretty. pretty. She no, got a beautiful booty. Did y'all have y'all seen no. booty? Play parts in that. That's another story for another day. But I'm, I'm just saying. I just had to say it. Look, I've been waiting on the right time to say it. I ain't want to be worried. Listen, the lady, like everybody know, I talk about my big booty. I don't really have one. It's she right. did some video y'all did and turned around. I was like, what? We've been talking, and it's crazy. I'll tell it, I'll tell them all the time, but to my <laughs> friends with me, I literally we met on Facebook. She popped in my friends you may know multiple oh. times, but I removed it. Not saying not even on no negative shit, nothing that I didn't think she was fine, none of that. It was just like I delete people I didn't know on there because mm -hmm. right. like, my friends you may know. I'm like, nigga, I don't know them. <laughs> the third, fourth time where I was like, okay, I've deleted her and keep popping back up. So I added her. And then after that, we joked, came up on a post randomly one day we was joking. And then it went from jokes to me randomly inboxing her one night on some weird type shit. And it was not the first inbox. It was, I didn't say that. But it went from there to that. So those are people who don't believe in social media. It do work. I've been on there for years outside of the management. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. DMs work. Because that's how DMs. I got hurt. I know. I know. DMs <laughs> work. And that's I was linking one day. And from the first time we linked, we have been texting and on the phone since then. And that was during the pandemic. We met during the pandemic. And I'll be telling people, like, it ain't too many people. I don't do the relationship shit. I've only been in so many major ones in my life. And I ain't been in one seriously like three, four years. And it was like, I wasn't scared to be in one. Oh, 
So I, I, I feel like they telling us that we need to accept these DMs, uh, SJ. We need to get, we need to start. Listen, I, I it was because I felt that like we we met joking on other post humor. I'm, I'm good on humor. If you can make me laugh, I'm gonna look more into you because I'm a right. Friend. So when you're a funny person, to have somebody else be able to do that to you, it's like, well, let me look at you. Let me see what you're about. Right. You're not cool. I don't, I don't you know. know. I don't no. know. I don't know. Don't do it if they crazy. Right. negative because I found, I feel like I found my favorite person. And see, what I will say, like, I ain't studying my inbox. It's like, there you go, kissing again. Grow up. Cut that shit. What's wrong with you? Bro, the what the fuck was you about that? I promise I ain't kissing. What was that? <laughs> I whispered. He whispered something in my ear again. I, feel I still think he licked him in the earlobe. What? <laughs> Listen, she she'll tell the truth because she fucked with you. She'll no, but what I was going to say, though, I will also say this one thing about being on here with you guys. Like, everybody knows, like, I've been married. I've been divorced. I am like celibate. I'm not necessarily dating, not because I'm bitter or anything. Unless, I'm just, you know, boogie, big, the little buggy nigga won't show ass. She like now listen, I will give that nigga some coochie. Big dude. Big dude. <laughs> big dude. I will give him some coochie. But listen, seriously, listen. I also want to her. Girl, don't talk about my boo. But seriously, I do want to thank, you know, AD and Nico for just showing me, like, there are genuinely good men out here. The way that you talk mm -hmm. about your women, the way that you love them. And I'm yeah. not one of those bitter, like, niggas ain't shit, ain't no good men. I'm not that that woman at all. But, like, to be there with you guys and hear how y'all talk about them... It's so sweet, and once I yes. find me a nasty, wealthy nigga, he better talk about me like I'm that. But y'all get me cold. I ain't wealthy. I ain't fully wealthy yet, so that's coming. But, but I'm saying, y'all give me hope. Hey, so I, hey, we've been on two hours and eleven minutes, so I gotta, I got, I, I got, a, I got the rapid fire question. Okay, come on. So, thank you, AD, because I got the tears. So I'm gonna tell you right now, I got the rapid fire questions. And um, everybody take your mute off if you want, because we all answer. You this so, is how we're gonna do it. Understand because this. Hold on, ID. Because it's the ethnic is your friend. We're rapid fire. If you never watched during the rapid fire era that AD created, so I'm gonna find the clap because AD is a goat for that rapid fire thing. What it is is while we go, I want everybody to think of one question. That we're gonna start from AD, going to Jizz, going to Ralph, going to the missus, going Nico, to I'm gonna tell you right now, I got them all. No, you got them all. I got them all. So okay. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Sorry. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. So, a, a couple months ago, I ordered, I was on Instagram. Y'all know Instagram will fuck you up. You'll see something, you'll be like, hey, that looks fun. And then you order that shit, then it just show up after you done forgot you bought it. Yeah. So I bought this game. It's called You Tried It. Oh God! Huh. So uh, it's I got, some I got some whiskey. Stick. I still got some liquor from the fortieth. I mean the oh. hundred. I'm sorry. The fortieth. I know about a forty ounce. I'm sorry. For the sake of time, for the sake of time, this ain't gonna be everybody get a chance to have these elaborate ass answers. Okay. It's simply gonna be yes or no, or thumbs okay. up, thumbs down. Okay. All right. Everybody ready? 
Yeah. Yes. I'm going to start with something real nice. I'm going to just tell y'all it could get ratchet. I'm going to just tell you right now. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> I'm glad I'm in the other room because Nico, one of these answers might get one of y'all looking at each other sideways. Well, she ain't going to me up well, because she know I'm loyal and faithful and I'm scared of her. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared, go. I'm scared of you too, Jiz. Thumbs up <laughs> or thumbs down, yes or no. I, I watched documentaries on the horseshoe before I moved here. So, yeah, I'm scared of you. <laughs> if you've ever traveled internationally, yes, no, thumbs up, thumbs down. If you, if you travel internationally, I would actually, yeah, technically, I did go to Mexico. I'm in the Mexico. Mexico. All right, that's that's cool. Yeah. Have you woken up next to a stranger? No. Like internationally? No, like you. <laughs> you woke up with this, like, no, no. I've, I've never woken up nobody. I've never known. Okay. No, my wife's looking at me crazy already. Yeah, no, I've never walked up to somebody I've known. Because I showed. Yes or no? 2020. I yes know. Yeah. That was, was madness. You can't judge. Have you ever got caught watching porn? Okay, okay. Not by you. That was some fucking lies. <laughs> All right. I'm sneaky with my. <laughs> yes, or no. yes or no? I got caught. Have you broke? Have you broken furniture while having sex? <laughs> yeah, nasty. No, I bought a cheap bed. <laughs> My bed came from American furniture. You got to get that real wood. The carbon fiber is strong enough. Uh, I'm gonna do three more. The day we finna go around. Have you ever dined and dashed? I wanted to, but I've never done I'm too scary. I wanted to. I, I'm too scary I, as well. I don't want to beat nobody. I don't want my picture in the back. Now listen, come back. Now, do this count. Me going in the drive through and them niggas give me the food before they realize they ain't never took my card. Yep. Okay. Yep. Nah, that shouldn't count. That's 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 right. I didn't plan on doing it. You knew you didn't pay for it. Oh, no, yeah. I waited three, four seconds to look through my food to see if you realize. If you didn't realize that, I felt like that was the Lord telling me all the good deeds I've done prior to today has blessed me right now. So, no, I'm down. I'm, I'm going to put it like this. Maso Minnows. I don't think I'm going to put it like this. I I done ran out on Red Lobster ass about twenty years ago. Ran, him, ain't they uh seafoods burnt right. the fuck out? Me and my partners gotta go. This is my last one. Then y'all can ask any ones y'all want. Yes or no? If you've ever had sex with a boss or a professor. The funniest boss I ever had was when I was working at KFC in high school. She was this Russian lady. But every time she says something, she goes, hmm? She's like, hey, what? what you doing today, Nico? Hmm? I'm like, she used to tweet me the fuck out. But that was the funniest shit I've ever had happen. Now, Big Jiz, you got one question to ask. It's starting with Ralph going on. Everybody got to an answer. You got 30 seconds. You got 15 seconds or less to answer. Okay. Have you ever had a one-night stand? Yes. Yeah. Maria? Yeah. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I did it to be funny because you're right here. Damn, because I ain't okay. 
I'm cracking now. Oh, so, my answer is no. I have never had a one night. I don't have casual sex, so it's a no for me. So, that's mine. Ralph, what's yours? Man, y'all be asking big questions. I got to think of one. Uh, but, it, but it ain't got to be like, it's whatever you want to know. Right. Like, if you've seen the show, we've done like favorite city, favorite what's to call it, whatever, all type of stuff. So Favorite food. Go, all type of shit like that. Yeah. All right, so for everybody that has traveled, what was your favorite place that you traveled to? Uh, Rome. In Italy. Rome, Italy. Ooh, that's right. That's right. I want to go there. This? Bahamas. The Bahamas. I'm honestly going to say Mexico. Mexico was hella fun just because of the amount of people. I went with a good 175 other people. Yeah. Kicked it with a cruise. I was on that same cruise, so I got to say it. My my most fun, having fun at the shit, Vegas show. Uh, Mine was Aruba. Aruba has been the one country I've been to that I would like double back to. Aruba was amazing. Cosmel, I would go back. I mean, I don't remember. Maria, what's your question? Amazing. Have you ever ran out of gas? Girl, yes. 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 Nope. Yes. I was. I was. I was delivering people to Papa John's. I don't have a fuck up on me, but I ain't never <laughs> ran out of gas. Wait a minute, Ralph. You said what? No, I said I ran out of gas delivering pieces for Papa John's. I had to walk to the gas station. Uh, so, so you delivered them Got gas because I thought that. Hey, issue. that's why they got rid of the thirty minutes or less rule. You ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, if, it's, if it's if yeah. it's hey, they hot pizza of me not getting none, you ain't I shit. Just ate the pizza. You ain't shit. Des, what's your question? Des, she frozen in the matrix. If money was not an issue, okay. If money was not an issue, what would you not be doing? Money and COVID. I would be doing graphic design. I would be teaching my classes in person as opposed to virtual. I would. uh, Would go that way. Come Ooh, I know. Come on, I'd be I'd be working for I'd be commissioner of the Southwestern Athletic Conference and be able to oversee black college football the way I, I think it should be seen. Okay. I will be the head of the education system. Okay. I would be a Okay, okay. A fully world renowned media personality. Yes. Ralph. Uh, Ralph. I probably I would probably be doing something like this, like have my own little podcast or be part of this like full time or do a little bit of writing like I love to write. So author, media creation. Okay, author come through, fellow author, yes, yes. A little bit, a little bit. Okay. Nico, Nico, what's your question? Oh, is it on me? Yeah. Um like my favorite one to do on the show. If you had one wish, what would it be? <laughs> Bree? Oh. It's so medium. You got one. Oh. Come on, man. 
So I got to answer as well. I know. Pass, because I have a, I got to figure well, out. Well, I'll go first. Okay, I'll go first. My wish right now yeah. would be for Big Boogie, a.k.a. Big Dude, to no. come and rub all my fucking booty. And I would like to love him. And Can even though I'm celibate, mind your fucking business. Even though I'm celibate, I would shut the fuck up. Even though I'm celibate, I will give that little boy some coochie. First off, lots of coochie. If I if I had one wish, uh, I wish I had full custody of my kids. Oh. Well, for me, I would say financial security, man. I'm just tired of worrying about money all the time. Right. Maria? I wish my daddy was still alive. Mm. I wish my daddy was still here. Okay. Dez, did you do this? Dez? Yes. If I had one wish, that would be for me and my family to to all me and my family as in my siblings my nieces my nephews for all of us to just come together as a family that would be my one wish okay we forget about you oh just because i had a little moment today i wish my grandma was good as much as i can resonate with that one i wish that I never had to stress over anything financial again. Y'all make me feel so fucking immature. Y'all shit was all deep. I'm talking about giving my coochie to a random Instagram rapper. <laughs> no, but it's all good. It's all good, it's man. Nah, but you want somebody to on your booty. No, not somebody. Him particularly. He's young. He's twerking. I would give it to him. I feel so Bree. shallow now. Gee, what's your what's your question? Yeah, Bree? Uh, that, that big little dude. Oh, uh, I gotta think of one real quick. Mm-hmm. I don't even think of one. Well, you got five. You got ten I'm seconds. Gonna, you got two seconds. Come on, Bree. Uh, she in her zone. Well, exactly. What was your favorite subject in uh, school? Jigo. <laughs> I literally only went to school because my mom and them technology got advanced and I didn't know how to code to log into the voicemail or through the phone. Or I would have school every fucking day. My mom ain't seen a report card from the time I was a sophomore till I graduated. You ain't shit. What was your favorite subject? Mine's was definitely reading and writing, which aligns with what I do now. I'm an author, so. I love high schools now because they offer shit I would have done. You ain't shit. No, because they offer like, you could go to a school, a magnet school that focuses on one thing. They weren't pushing that type of shit when I was in school. That's true. Right. 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 I don't need to be here taking no goddamn English class. I hated that shit because I, I did better in Spanish than English. Don't get me started. Go, y'all. Ralph, what was your favorite subject? Uh, if Baron don't count as a subject, uh, I would say British would literature. Too. Okay. But Maria? now we need that. Now we need English. Maria, what was your favorite? Like high school? 
Yeah, high school. I like English writing. It was yeah, it was literature. Yeah. Des, what was your favorite subject? You got a spoon? What you gonna eat that with? Des, what was your favorite subject? She so I said math, but of course we had an accounting class. I went to health traverse. Okay. It was a business class. Y'all can't hear me? Yeah, we can. Do y'all not hear me? You be in the matrix sometimes, but I can hear you. Yeah, I just want to real quick just say this. Do y'all not really hear me? It's just delayed. But this really weird thing about having a teenager, so he just came in here and he got a bottle of water and a thing of applesauce. He doesn't have a spoon, though. I'm like, hey, what are you, you going to do? What the hell do you need a spoon for? I did that shit in college. Y'all make no sense to have applesauce all over your face like that. Thank you, Maria. Nobody else is going to just drink applesauce out of your face. If he can get the applesauce out this jar with no straw, what? Man's gonna make a woman happy. Take that bitch back like a forty-year-old block. Hey, Maria, I, I, mean, I, I don't need a spoon. What are you talking about? Pastime. I know what I do. Listen, it's my favorite pastime. ghetto pastime. Shut up! <laughs> I'm sick of it. My man's is practicing. Hey, if I get my wife, right. yeah, it's all right. Hey, no, Hey, ew. You, just, you just talk about sharing your coochie with the world. Now you're saying ill. No, I'm not sharing it with the world. I'm sharing it with Big Boogie. Let's be specific, Bucko. <laughs> okay, so I feel like uh, uh, I don't know who Big Boogie is. I'm real happy one day. I understand. Do you call me an old cougar? Compared to Big Boogie, he's like 22. <laughs> he's 25, man. Joe Big Boogie. As hey, an old cougar kind of shout out to Big Boogie, <laughs> Joe. And, and G is no, she's gonna cook him a meal and stuff too. I like older women, but I never I knew I was never gonna be with somebody that was old. So she older than me, so she my new cougar. But she ain't that much, so she like, she's like three months, even that, not even that much older than me, but I call her my cougar because I wouldn't do the real food cougar for a lifetime. My mama would go. He's showing up to the goddamn Christmas party. This lady, her age, she's like, "I know your freaky ass ain't," and I'll be like, "Look, Audrey, they ain't gonna do with me." So this is my new age cougar. So I, I can't stand you. I get it. You ain't got you. You ain't got you. But yeah, I want to do. I don't want to own cougars. You're my cougar because you're a cougar. And yeah, you know. Listen, for the first time, this is the only person in my life I ain't never stressed. Listen, I can't be with nobody when we ain't never argued. I know you told us that. That's hella dope. I be cursing niggas out every day, B. <laughs> we graduate the same year or whatever. We come to the part where we say what we got to say, and it's like, all right, boy, shit. Who finna roll up? Hey, so I'm like that, though. <laughs> we ain't got no point. We done dealt with enough arguing. That shit's dead. If you got hey. something to say, you can go off on me. I apologize. If I ain't got shit to do with it. Because I don't have no time to be arguing no more about that. I feel you. Hey, Nico. Nico, who we got next week? Next week, we got my man, 
He's our, he been at Lincoln for a good maybe 35 minutes to an hour. Uh, my nigga comedian Reggie Gill, he just opened up a doorway in Hollywood. Did a show in Alabama. Like I said, I got to be the video. I was at his first ever premiere sold out comedy show downtown. So he'll be here on the 19th. We're going to turn up at that point, man. I got one more little video for the crowd, man, and then I'll play our outro. And then past Master and Jazz, I do need y'all to kick it around for me for a second. Yeah, y'all either going to leave or I have to kick it around. Uh, but, man, I had a blast with y'all, man. I love y'all. And I can't wait till we link back in person next week so we can really kick it. But uh, I don't know what song I'm going to play. I only play videos I make because niggas don't be shutting me down. Oh, that. damn, silly. Yeah, they don't shut me down for that shit. But uh, I'm going to do this oh, one right here. Uh, Fernando, my nigga Nando, man, here, bro, out of Victoria, number seven, my boy, Terrell. I did their video. Say cheese, soul talk. Ethnic is Shamar, be boy. Nico the Great. It's the past master. It's your motherfucking favorite, Big G's. And we out this thing. Can you read? It say Ethnic is Shamar TV. Appreciate everybody. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Hi, we're live at 6 o'clock. And here we have Soul Talk Nando. And please, tell us about a violent altercation we heard about in the area. All right, so check this out, bro. Hold on. Hold on, bro. Move the microphone, okay? Seems to be his favorite drink. All right, so look, basically, I just saw the nigga run the nigga down, right? Old boy tripped and fell like a little white bitch, you know. Oh wow, that shit was crazy. And then he stood over the nigga body, you know what I'm saying? He's like, Rrr! he told the nigga say cheese before he shot him, bro. That's all I heard was say cheese. Oh wow, <laughs> we'll have more at seven o'clock. Can't get hold of the enemy when I've been trying to get in in this industry. But somehow knew that that coma was coming. I'm guessing this sniper was meant for me. All that pain and suffering returned me to a beast. Look what you did to me. Couldn't find heaven till my hell got lost. They tried to rip me out, but the bell got tossed. My soul tried to sell, but the sail got lost. Success in my pocket can't fail at all costs. I'ma miss it like the Mississippi River went south. If you really heard how you heard word of mouth. Chilling in the verbs of the curves. I'm a slouch that I should have been there. Big words from a couch. Young tiger can serve, then I crouch, get low. Hoes gonna come in the end, get dope. Shows gonna come when the ends hit flows. Goes like water with the wind, shit's old. I know that they hate me, I know that they can't, but I know that they don't captivate me. I've been through the pain, I've been through the struggle. There is no way you can break me. Why you only invest in a pair of some J's, then wanna feel like a Jay-Z? Why you never invest in the hood that you claim, then die over? You crazy? I don't die over, I don't lie over, nor do I slow down the pace, please. Girl, I roll from a line more, but I'm just cutting this next cheese. What I've really been busting is straight threes, break with cheese like it's something that great cheese. You want something to hold, you can take these. See a flash on the cannon, I say cheese. Can't show love if your heart gon' choke. You can't live life if your thoughts don't grow. Standing in the desert and you lost your road. Boy, you better find shelter when it's dark, it's cold. Like Red Bird, the cardinal rule is do fly high like Jim 
Jones coolin' on a G5 with endo poolin'. You don't do that. Have you been more foolish? I've been more foolish. I've been more stupid. That's why I'm right here yelling, don't do it. I've been high, I like your my buzz, let me too. Fly by in the nice whip to dubstep music. That's love, kept music in check. Maybe in money, let's keep it direct. Direct me to anything, get in the million. You keep it percentage and keep me impressed. Keep me impressed or keep getting pressed. There is no need for me being upset. If you owe me half, I'll be needing the rest. Or you will be having my knee in your chest. All of the backstabbers get a bullet back. Once they enter in, ain't no pulling that. Your life was shit and you was full of that. This parachute, if you pull a strap. I know that they hate me, I know that they can't, but I know that they don't captivate me. I've been through the pain, I've been through the struggle. There is no way you can break me. How you only invest in a pair of some J's, then wanna feel like a Jay-Z? Why you never invest in the hood that you claim, then die over? You crazy, you crazy. I don't die over, I don't lie over, nor do I slow down the pace, please. Hell, I walk from a line more, but I'm just cutting this next cheese. What I've really been busting is straight threes, grateful cheese, like it's something that great cheese. You want something to hold, you can take these. See a flash on the cannon, I say cheese. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV with your ass she ass.